0: I'm Dana J Francois and I'm Michaela Alexis and you're listening to The Damn Podcast. Podcast. hey guys hello oh my gosh we're back again i know (laughs) when do you guys think that we're gonna just like disappear on you again when do you think we're gonna ghost we're not going to dana i promise you this is the longest commitment i've ever had so we're so excited because we got a lot of great feedback on the poetry episode which Mm -hmm. i'm literally so happy about because you guys know how much i love it i love poetry i love writing i was really excited to bring on one of my friends and talk writing with her and bring Michaela into like this other part of like my life too. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. Thank you. And I thought, "Oh, let's do it again."
1: Yeah, <laughs> so she brought another special special
0: guest here I'm with us today. Really excited for you guys to meet him. So With that being said, please welcome our guest this week, (laughs) (laughs) Dimas!
1: Wow, we love this sound effect.
2: You know, like those old cheesy radio stations that would be like (laughs) (laughs) 97.5?
0: Yes, (laughs) yes. There we go. I'm super so, excited in
2: case you guys were here. wondering, we've been having a little wine. <laughs> I'm like tipsy. <laughs> I'm like, this is uh, Alcoholic Anonymous. I can't even talk right <laughs>
0: He's like,
2: Alcohol <"Okay>, Anonymous. <laughs> ABCD, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My wife's password. If you know how to do
3: that, then you're
2: you wet. Oh <laughs> my my Instagram password i been hacked.
3: <laughs> Literally,
0: like, oh, okay, no dead. You heard it here excited,
2: first, guys. I've been listening to this podcast ever since I found out about it two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I've Like listening to it He's nonstop. Like, wow,
0: We were like, do you want to be a guest on our podcast? He's like, what podcast are are we talking
2: about? Do you have a podcast? I've been waiting for for a book from Dana for so long. I was like, is it Oh my God,
0: me. Too. Yeah, Me too. we're just
2: gonna grill you. I know last week's guest yes. gr- 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 grilled you really fucking
0: yeah. hard. Um, yeah, do you guys hear the crickets? Because <laughs> I do. No,
1: nope, I've been telling her for years. It's time to put your shit out. She's so talented, and I'm gonna be on her ass always. And I'm really glad that we're talking to people who have
0: published their stu- Their stuff, because um, you know. There you I go. Okay, so we already got it. We got the plan ready. I'm gonna write the. Well, I've already written them, so I'm She's gonna take so the many. shit that I've written. So many. And I'm gonna so go many? to our special. Yes. <laughs> you don't even. Yeah, know. literally. Books
1: have you written? She's written a full, whole book. Like a full, whole book.
0: Really? Yes, a full book. I've written a 400 page novel. It's fictional. What is it called? Um, Exclusive? <laughs> I know, this I'm like, okay, guys, now? really? You're like, oh my god, yeah. I love the question. Yeah, guys, uh, I've written a full 400-page fictional novel. It, it's so good. Oh, never. <laughs> it's called As If We Never Said Goodbye, oh. um, which is basically, like, me and my audience, which I said goodbye to them,
1: because I'm no. not
0: posting it. No. <laughs> no, honestly,
1: honestly, I've been telling Dana to fucking publish her shit. Demas, we gotta get on her fucking ass. She I'm needs so to good. start. No, this she really does. This is
2: really, really just does. an intervention for yeah, you know, she Dana, keeps putting hey, off girl. her work.
1: So you want to have a poetry month?
2: <laughs> She's like, you want me to drop a book? You got to drop a book too.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to have a poetry month, bitch? Put your poetry out there. And that's why
2: we're announcing the <laughs> 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 second book collab, li- A Calabre.
1: Call- <laughs> yeah. <My> Words please, <laughs> honey. <laughs> My collab, <kinda
2: breeze. laughs>
1: A collab. <laughs> a collab.
2: I'm telling you, Double D. yeah, XD I like that.
1: Now. No, I actually really like that idea. Can I just <laughs> like have push- like a one poem in the book?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what did she
1: say? Can you no,
2: she's drunk, guys. You want to write one? Yeah, like, can I have no, a poem no,
1: in no. one of your, like, in your guys' a collab? No. special guest no. cast,
0: oh one poem God. from Michaela. The thing is, we just, like, want to sell copies.
1: Per. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it would sell, though? But, like, this bitch is so stupid. I need to read this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, my shop has been on sold out ever since. <gasps> per. Oh, <I'm>
1: sure. <laughs> but, anyways, Dana. We'll be waiting, we'll be supporting, and we're going to be on your ass for it. But enough about Dana. Let's yeah. talk about... <laughs> Demis is like, I'm here for me. It's a I'm- minute drive, I got lost <laughs> in
2: fucking airport. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be here to please so you guys can gas up Dana.
1: Not <laughs> <laughs> the way you were gassing her
2: up, too. True, 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 true.
1: Anyways, okay, then let's get started. Demis, hello. Welcome to Hi. our podcast.
2: I'm we're- so happy to be here. You guys are doing such an amazing job. Oh, like, my God, God. I just...
1: Um- kisses i know <laughs> can
2: i ask which one has been your favorite episode
1: oh my god you guys I, have had a lot yeah honestly Both that sex. makes us so happy because we're like wow oh, we had six episodes that is a lot for us that really is, that is a cool. lot for us
0: yeah. definitely our mental
1: health and everything that is a lot for us
0: <laughs> especially with all the change too like we've just yeah, changed we've going so, so much, much like new job like new everything you know it's a big change so you guys yeah. are really not
2: pretty pretty <laughs> <laughs> thank <laughs> you like,
0: so I'm much waiting for the breakdown no cries
2: soon, right now soon. i just needed <laughs> to hear that i promise you soon it's really just my podcast i'm here talking to you I know, guys he's like interviews okay <laughs> <laughs> there's Maybe. an institution i don't want to like air with
0: that being out. said um our sponsor this week is better health, <laughs> health. better <laughs> health to help therapy
2: i mean, I have my meds in my bag because <laughs> i haven't taken my meds
1: for a month because i need a refill
0: so
2: we can't afford it thanks biden <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, poetry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to reel it back. I you. was
0: going to
1: say, yes, we should reel it back. But I was going to bring up the fact that Dana was like, yeah, when is our breakdown going to happen? Sis, you had your breakdown at work the other day. <laughs> Please <gasps> listen.
0: <laughs> no, Dana. She's here to talk about it. She yes, yes, No, guys, it was so literally, it was, did. it was a fucking...
2: It was literally a fucking Tuesday. It was like a Tuesday. A Tuesday Tuesday morning. Nine
0: o'clock
1: in the morning. Nine. I'm literally sitting. (laughs) We're
2: getting turned up on a Tuesday. She said we're gonna break down on a
0: Tuesday. Tuesday, She did. She did That's literally what happened. I was sitting at my desk. I was just like doing my job, like getting ready to like do these calls or whatever. I think I was just kind of staring into the abyss. And wait for this. All of a sudden, I'm literally just like, why is like Tears coming, tears coming down tears my, coming tears. my eyes right now. Oh, no. I'm like just silently crying at my desk. Yeah. <laughs> One minute I'm just working, and the we next talking, second I'm we literally just. We were all talking, just... and she, we were all good. I was fine. And she just started crying.
2: <laughs> but I yeah. just
0: wasn't. So I'm like at my like cubicle. <laughs> yeah.
2: Your next book. I just wasn't.
1: <laughs> That's a good title. That's I like nice it. Title.
0: Yeah, and I like to, of course, like because you know, like me being like super quirky that I am, I was just mm-hmm. like selfie. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, why am I just crying at work right now? Your book cover? Literally, this, no, literally. Your just my <laughs> time. <truth. laughs>
1: <laughs> no, and I'm just chilling at my desk, doing my job, like have my headphones in, listening to music, you know, dancing That's away. Fine. I don't even remember. But Dana yeah. texts me, um, and she goes, Honestly, I don't know why, but I'm like kind of crying right now. <laughs> and I turn around, and this bitch has tears She's rolling sorry. down her face. But the office is so quiet, so nobody, like, you don't even hear the it. It's just tears. Up yeah it's just tears falling down her face and everybody else has headphones and so i'm like what the fuck i'm like girl do you want to go on break she's like it's too early for a break i was like girl you're crying in, in the office
2: of let's like, go my, my break isn't for 15 minutes i gotta, I, gotta do <laughs> Literally. Work. I said
0: i'm about to cry on the phone to the spender, but so, it's fine yeah exactly <laughs>
1: so we go on our break and i'm like hey girl you good are you like fine and she's like yeah, I'm good now. Like the way she didn't cry at all on break, and like we were, and then the rest of the day we were fine. But she just, her body was just so overwhelmed. I think that she just needed to let it out. She was like holding it in too long. So yeah.
2: is can I just say? Yes. That's so sad and ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> like I know. You
0: didn't you did know not. why you
2: were sad. Not me erasing your experience. He's like, that is so ghetto. <laughs> He's of like, you. Your truth. Shut up. <laughs>
1: now you crying at work get it together girl i know, <laughs> I, know but um, I, do, I, I need
2: will help say, I, I was i had a similar experience two days ago actually i was i was driving i was driving on the, the the freeway i don't know which one i was getting here
0: He <laughs> <laughs> was like on the way five way minutes ago actually
2: no but like my windows aren't tinted so i was oh i was gosh. driving down the freeway no tears streaming i was listening to my heart will go on by celine dion (gasps) of of the titanic i was rose i was lamenting my jack and you know and that's when i was like i can't do this anymore so i ended up getting Um, here and now we're here
1: so you filming a podcast wait did you cut on the way here
2: no, <laughs> oh. I, was, I just came up with that story to sympathize with Dana. Oh,
0: my God. I'm <laughs> Please, what? And that is called an artist. Poetry. Poetry. <laughs> He's just like living his fantasy. I was no, I was going to sit there and
1: agree with you. I'm like, oh, my God, I love I crying mean, in my I car. I saw Michaela's
2: eyes turn so like sympathetic. I'm like, I got to cut it right <laughs> <laughs> now. I'm like, I was I'm like, like- <laughs> I cry
1: in my car every day. <laughs> He's like, oh no! Last I should crying all the time. But my windows are tinted. At least, thank God.
2: Wait, but you guys never answered. What was your favorite podcast or your episode? You know so what? You're right. Let's reel <laughs> it back. Let's reel it back. This could be like an hour long podcast. And <laughs> and are okay. you guys ready? <laughs> You're gonna be so We're entertained. Not even touching poetry yet. <laughs> We're like,
1: and this is what this week's been. You're
0: welcome. Two parter. <laughs>
2: seriously what has been your favorite episode so far
0: what's been yours okay
1: honestly i would i would say i know this sounds sappy like oh my god i would say our first because on i really did not think our first was gonna be that good and it was so good and we got so much feedback and we got so much love we really just thought like two people were gonna reach out to us but so many people did and so many people like was like Oh my story resonates with you Thank god like you Thank you for sharing this Because I felt that way When I experienced my first time And people were like It's so important to talk about these things And I was so glad that we got to
0: So I would definitely say It was our first Yeah and that's why like I agree with Michaela Because I think too We kind of Mm -hmm we just kind of jumped into this honestly it's very random but we like took some time we were like this is what we want like it mm-hmm. to be about this is like yeah. who we are on paper and so when we were just going to do the first episode we were like let's start off with a bang let's be open and honest and let's just kind of jump in yeah. so we that did that fucking Everyone yeah So and, fucking and we scary. had no idea like any kind of reaction that we were gonna get but we we're like let's just fucking do it mm-hmm. and the way like as soon as like we finished recording it we kind of looked at each other and was mm-hmm. kind of like oh my gosh that was awesome i, think we I loved did it that. yeah so cool. and so then we edited it posted it up and listened to that shit back and we we're like the way that this sounds kind of good okay I mean, yeah. and then the feedback and love started pouring in and we we're like shocked
1: yeah, because there's no way that it's just two girls in, like, their own, like, apartment just, yeah. like, recording from, like, the phone out. You yeah,
2: know? and it's Whatever. also, like, super inspirational because I was listening to the podcast, like I said, and it's just, like, no one really talks about... A lot of wow, things that you guys so were talking sweet. about.
0: Yeah,
2: thank no, you. No, a genuine moment. <laughs> i crying right it's now. It's gonna be rare. We all needed a breakdown. Let's have it and right I now. I was like, thank
0: you. We needed that because especially when we filmed the first episode, we were both going through it. We were going yeah. through it, and I we still are. Yeah, we're still she was out like the the literally right like in the deepest depths of like a breakup, and yeah. I was like. Unemployed and my ex-employer was yeah. stalking me. so It
2: was very bad for me. It's us, always so. tough when you're getting stalked by your ex-employer and you're going through a bad breakup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's
1: just, um, like, really fun for new us. New book coming soon. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, we just, you know, we talked about making a podcast before, but we didn't live together, but we finally started living together, and we were like, just fucking do it. Let's just do it. Yeah. And we were like, we didn't even know how to do it. We were like, do we just do it from our phones? What do we do? What do yeah, we need?
0: The f- how do we get it on
1: all these Social things it was media, so stressful yeah, yeah. for us yeah. but we wanted to do it so badly and we did and we are and we have have we have so much fun doing yeah, it. It's so are, much it's fun crazy doing crazy it. And, and we're you guys like rated
0: five stars. having people. I know. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh my oh, god! god. It's Insane people rating it. We love you guys so much <laughs> it for doing mean, that. Means so much. You're like, yeah. high, 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 high. I was like, it's us. All our burner accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank no, you, supporters. It. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like it was so crazy because I look at it every day to see when the like the numbers yeah. go up and who's like rating
0: and yeah. stuff. And, and even like our Instagram for the damn podcast. Like even like it's such a like a small amount, but it just like means so much to us that we have 60 people who are supporting us yeah like it's crazy Sometimes
2: it doesn't really matter who's listening to you it just matters like are those people genuinely listening to you because yeah. yeah. it's one thing i just have it on repeat mm-hmm. exactly. but who are who is hitting you up talking about oh my god this story means so much to and me i'm those so happy are the, that you guys those are the about. comments
0: that mean the most exactly to yeah, us. it's kind of like those- we've
1: been getting those and it's like it makes our hearts feel so happy
2: a thousand percent but wouldn't you guys decide like okay now is the day that we're gonna have this podcast like what conversation did you get did you guys have with each oh other oh my
1: gosh it's really just my
2: podcast <laughs> I know not, just like, no interviewing i love him this him. No.
1: no i really love this because this is like a thing I'm that interested. we should talk about i'm intrigued about. Like, I'm that means intrigued. so much to us because we love that people care that much about our yeah, podcast and wants to hear about it you know and like you said you just started listening to it and you just like I'm oh i love
2: this in, like season two <laughs> yeah which <laughs> we have it the works coming. already
1: yes um, even though we're
0: still on season one, but I, we're <laughs> we already have, we have, we're like, we're already like ready to be those like social media, like podcasters. Like we have big things in the work, but we can't talk about Better it. Help. Yeah.
2: Better help. Better <laughs> help. Please hit us up. Hello fresh. please we're, Hello we're, fresh. Like, I haven't seen <laughs> like my therapist in so long. <laughs> no, but yeah, like would you guys decide that, okay, now is the day?
1: So basically... Let's oh my gosh, posted.
2: how did yeah. yeah. So we were So just, basically yeah. we were
0: like we're going to post it on this date. The date came and passed mm. and, and we, we didn't, didn't post it.
2: Mm-hmm. Was it cuz you guys were busy or you guys just oh we were going
3: through it it was
0: just a time you know
1: and it was it was we didn't post it yet we didn't know people were actually gonna listen it was just these what ifs and we were also like unsure about everything else in our lives Mm -hmm. so this was also an Mm unlike certain but i think that yeah Yeah, But i think that we
0: both just really just like needed something yeah and we were like, you know what? We need this. We need it. So let's do it. Mm-hmm. And let's put everything into it.
1: Yeah, and me and Dana sit down all the time having, like, serious, deep conversations. And we're like, yeah. girl, just press the fucking record button. It's not hard. Let's just do it. And then we started doing it. And here we are now. Yeah. Well,
2: that's it's interesting because, like, for Dana, like, I would have figured that your escape was also writing. Mm-hmm. So it's really mm-hmm. cool that for you, Michaela, like, now you're also being added into the bunch where it's yeah. like, I have something, too.
1: Yeah, honestly, for me... I would, like, I would say I'm an open person, but sometimes that's, like, a negative thing for me, <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense. So being able to sit down and talk, like, on a podcast with my closest friends and talk to other people and getting to know other people, like, this is our first time ever meeting, and I already love you. You're so nice. I
2: love you, too. You're so pretty. Oh, oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to make out after this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. just, like, going to watch, I
0: guess. <laughs> no, but, um, I'm taking it.
2: Through everyone on Tinder, it's time to hit the, the, the lady pod. Like, like,
0: you're, like, sorry, guys, you're out. Switching. So over. He said, You're right, it was a phase. <laughs> <laughs> to all the people that said it's a phase, it was.
2: Surprise. you were right. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> repent, repent.
0: Bring <laughs> out the cross, the Bibles. Let's do it. Take me to church, get me baptized. I'm like,
2: I'm a bad bitch, but Good Friday just passed. That was so
0: problematic. No, what did I say? What did I say on Easter? I no, that. I didn't say it to you. I said, it to I said it to my two friends. I said we were talking an Easter because we like talked shit. Talking on Easter. You know, yeah. that's the words. No, we that. talked so much shit in our group chat, but like it was so Bummy. funny because
3: <laughs> They're like, of course, <laughs> of course yeah.
0: you're like, not even nice. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, so we're always just like crackhead energy. Um, mm-hmm. but my friend's mom, she was like, Oh, my mom's about to like have my phone because she's like looking for something, so just like stop sitting for a minute or something. And we're like, It's gonna be hard, Oof. but okay, yeah. and so then like she does her thing or whatever, she's like, Okay, she's like. She's like off my phone now to like start sitting again. I was like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And then one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, by the way, like happy Easter, like hose or whatever. And I was like, yeah, happy Easter, Playboy bunnies. And then I was like, you know what? Oh my God. I was like, I love that. Jesus has risen and so is my shot glass. So, purr. I, and
2: I was like, i'm like resurrection That's Ooh, i come really back from line. the dead after i get gangbanged
0: <laughs> oh my
1: god <laughs> RIP just like him <gasps> oh, oh i'm sorry he rose again <laughs> guys listen 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 listen, listen several times oh my god <laughs> christians please stay listen to us <laughs> keep that in, please. not the christians uh, we're, to stay. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna keep that in but let's roll it back in so um what's this what's this podcast about oh yeah, poetry. yeah okay yeah but yeah i love doing it it's not like another way for me to go ahead and express my feelings openly and the right way i guess so being able to sit down and think about it and talk about what we're going to talk about and actually have time to prepare I mm-hmm, guess definitely. it helps me helps it feels like it's also helps process and yeah, and yeah. i'm a talkative person things. i'm i love talking i love talking to people i love like expressing myself like through like this way writing down things is harder for me because mm-hmm. you know my ADHD is really yeah. killing me so being able to talk about it helps me so much so i think this podcast is actually very beneficial for me so mm-hmm.
0: and it's been really beneficial for me too because like in the way that like I'm the opposite of Michaela I'm very like closed off mm-hmm. about like emotions and personal things i'm like emotionally stunted um no but like (laughs) i was like i was like did you guys hear the (laughs) silence in this room (laughs) we were like we're like "Mm, yeah no but like i usually lean toward like writing and it's Mm -hmm. personal and like i'm not like like i said last episode um i don't like share it a lot so Mm -hmm. it's like for me to work through my emotions but like doing this is the first time that i'm being like you know open honest with mm-hmm. like people who are not just in my inner circle and mm-hmm. it's really scary but it's like also liberating yeah. and it's like I think it's helping me kind of to like become more like you know emotionally in and like open yeah, I love that. <laughs> um yeah. putting down walls I guess which mm-hmm. you know which is crazy it just makes us
1: like I don't know I just yeah I feel more empowered, too, I guess, oh, yeah. talking mm-hmm. about our stories and letting it out there and being like, I don't give a fuck about what people think. I don't yeah. give a fuck about what people say. This is what it is, and that's what it was. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, also have a, I also have a really bad habit of, like, my emotions, my automatic go-to response for the way that I feel is, I don't know if this is weird or if I'm crazy. Exactly, yeah. But I feel this kind of way. I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. having people be like, I felt I'm this way. Maybe I'm crazy about i I yeah. felt this way, or the way you said this, like, resonated with me. It just... Also, like, I love that we connect with you guys, but also the fact that I feel so seen by you guys. Yeah. And I really love that. Thanks. So, like, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, thank so. you so much. I could agree more with Dana, for mm-hmm. sure.
1: I, we really do.
2: And it also just takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. I mean there's a, there's people out there you'd be surprised by the amount of haters that someone might have.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, they they're just like prey on your downfall essentially because mm-hmm. they're yeah, af- really. they're like holding a mirror up to themselves. They're exactly. afraid themselves of being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you guys have a podcast or when you're writing poetry like Dana yeah. or like mm-hmm. me, I I consider myself I'm barely finding out what kind of writer that I am. Yeah, of course. And I'm coming into like my confessional poetry. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it's it, it's been a fucking journey. Yeah. I bet. It's been a fucking journey
0: emotional one an emotional (laughs) one a lot of
2: purging of emotions that i didn't even know i had
0: definitely and then
2: when you have people coming up to you and be like i was i went through what you went through i'm like oh shit
1: it's beautiful it's it's just so great to be able to connect with people that way yeah
0: and And just like know that you're not alone Mm yeah
1: because you really are never alone you Mm -hmm. just have to talk about it and it's okay to do so so like you say like poetry helps you guys and i'm so glad that you found your outlet and it's poetry yeah yeah with that being said (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think we're going <laughs> to finally...
2: <laughs> 40 minutes in, we're going <laughs>
1: to
0: start... Yeah, but thank you, James,
1: for asking us questions I'm and done. caring about us, you know? Like, yeah. that means a-, a lot to us, and now we're going to do that to you.
0: Okay, so we Should kind of... Yeah, so basically, I guess we'll start off kind of easy, just... Um, I think our listeners kind of... <laughs> got a little insight already (laughs) into who you are sweetie (laughs) you're like he's your best friend now Uh, if you want to tell us a little bit more like about yourself I think too we can I don't know if you remember this but like the way that like we met oh yes it was really funny to me I I told Michaela like this story kind of Mm -hmm. um so it was a few years ago we were in this math, Imaginary class. math
2: class. <laughs> literally we both agree it's like completely made up it was made up girl
1: um it didn't even count to their fucking school now so. yeah i
2: had to retake calculus at asu it was ridiculous
0: yeah literally gag um <laughs> <laughs> that was mm. so we were sitting next to each other in like the back of this math class and i just like saw this king sitting next to me like uh-huh. with dressing up to the nines i was like yes oh yes. i know literally yes, yes. Yeah. and it was so funny because I was just, like, admiring, like, his shoes. You're late, too. Probably. <laughs> I think you were late every day, King. <laughs>
2: um,
0: All right.
2: You try going up the stairs in fucking heels, bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Literally. I love that.
0: So I was admiring his boots, and I was like, I really, like, love his boots. They're so cute. Oh, I'm, like, wearing my black Doc Martens right now, yes. too. So, like, we're kind of, like, matching. And then I was like, hey. wait. Um, Nice, like, pinstripe black pants. I'm also wearing those. And, oh, the, Jesus, I and those. then it was like, oh, I also really love your white shirt, King. So am I. I'm wearing it. <laughs> and to top it off, what are we both wearing? A jean jacket. Yeah, the way me and this man are sitting next to in each other in the exact
2: 10 degree weather, may I add? Wearing the
0: same exact <laughs> outfit. <laughs>
1: And they sit right next to each other in class. Like, what are the fucking odds? Having the same class sitting right next to each other and wearing the exact same outfit. Was Never so, talked before. It was so
0: funny. And I was like, well, I have to say something, but I don't know what we to say. We had to bring it up. I know. <laughs> so it. I literally leaned over to him and I was like, so one of us has, has to change. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And honestly the rest was history after that. And the way you just like came at me and you were like, I'm loving this and now I'm yeah. gonna tell you who you are and I was like, Thank you, because I don't know who I am yeah. and the way he read me so easily, so quickly without me saying a goddamn word.
2: Yeah, I knew you were a writer just by, yeah. just by seeing you. I was like, Yeah, you're a writer. Yeah, he was like,
0: You're a writer, you're a Leo, you're, a Leo. you're this, you're that. He's are like, you Sweetie, you're he was sign. like, Sweetie, you are I don't remember. queer Maybe. too. Maybe. And yeah. I was like, I'm not
2: out <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah, um I was like gay panic. I need you as a beard. Uh, my mom's asking for a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, there I'll, you go. I'll PayPal you sixty dollars daily.
0: Yeah, and so like honestly from there we were just, you know, enjoying our Wednesdays or whatever the fuck Wasn't days it, that class was. It Mondays was. and Wednesdays? Probably something like I that, right? That. And we were just like this this math is made up so we don't need to learn it anyway it so was we fucking
2: hard it and was the teacher hard as wanted fun. us to he know was weird he was doing too much too, he was too, too much, much. Too like, this is much. a community college yeah. we're not gonna be here fuck pandas fuck <laughs> Buck, literally never seen him all,
0: all i'm hearing is made up words right now <laughs> and it was i was like this is not true and the way i'd come to this man at the front who's like kicking back in his fucking like the way he looked like he belonged in his mother's basement
2: he, right uh, he was playing Mortal Kombat combat in <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, someone's face where's he so mean <laughs>
0: I like listening, He's probably listening. <laughs> i'm like hey honey i'm like sir i don't even remember your name but hey, hey i mean uh, thanks ah, for passing thanks me with the a c listening. yeah i
2: literally barely passed things. i remember begging him for like extra credit and he was like no and i was like okay That's remember awkward. whenever he was
0: like oh you guys want extra credit you have to go to this weird ass
2: thing well, well, fucking what? plays or something yeah go to I'm plays like, and, we're, like, mm. and we're like i'm not gonna go was see he Pinocchio directing Live? them or something <laughs> like, was <Pinocchio laughs> it was like his was debut his
1: it's a, it's it's a play that I wrote, and you're like I could do better. I'm <laughs> like
2: we have two writers here. We can write out your play. Literally, go up there
3: and help you out. Yeah, literally.
1: That
2: literally. being said, I didn't go, and I enjoyed my seat <laughs> yeah. for this imaginary AS class, and I ended up moving not past even it. fucking needing <laughs> it.
0: Though. Not needing it for our credit. So, there we go. Good riddance. Good riddance. That was a time. So here we are, years later, and you're on our podcast. So full circle thank god
2: full fucking circle I'm so excited I'm
0: like thank god he said yes that'd be embarrassing and he'd be like are you kidding
1: this fucking scum on the bottom of my he's sheet he's like I absolutely I know, fucking, fucking I'm like
2: my pay starts to <laughs> <laughs> yeah Some I know he's like, no. <laughs>
0: he's like I'm fully booked this month 40 an hour
2: should I send my request for a W2 because taxes are coming up again <laughs> what's the pay grade come on I know true. he's like
0: once your ads kick
2: in <laughs> <laughs> I want royalties
0: <laughs> for the next six months yes I'm like don't give her I, guess I brought ideas. the contract
2: <laughs> so you just sign here
0: our last guest sabrina's like oh wait
2: she's <laughs> so right there watching she's
0: it. like what's the wait what's you guys you got she's paid like, what's the yeah. conversion to canadian coins <laughs> so, like, A. <laughs> A. i was like do you guys have what the fuck is your money called there
2: she's like i need to buy more <laughs> canadian, <milk and> bacon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> canadian bacon Canadian <laughs> bacon money to sabrina i'm so sorry
2: hey, i do have to say um come back I I did. <laughs> please, I want please. to hear. I heard she was in Canada. Anyways, so like the poem that she shared, I thought it, I think it was called host
3: mm-hmm.
2: One of the most beautiful poems I think I've ever heard. Yes, it was beautiful. She it was gorgeous. Went, she mentioned like a beautiful. line about like the barricades of your mind or something. I was chills. mad I didn't come up with that.
0: Chills, full yeah, body chills.
2: She really does. You mentioned it in the podcast before. Um, I never met you, so we're not want to be friends, please. Um, there you
0: go. Wait, the three of
2: us, please. Okay, um, I'll just
0: be out here then. <laughs> No, I'm
1: sorry. I, they're just talking about their poetry shit. I'll just be here supporting you on the sidelines as a cheerleader, I guess. <laughs> I'm so
3: sorry.
2: No, but that poem really was pretty, and you had mentioned how some people have a talent that they recite poetry, and you could genuinely feel the words. Yeah and she has that just based off of that yeah, one poem exactly. and you do too dana and you you do keep too,
0: i was and talking I about do. you <laughs> as my other friend w- were you here. really yes where
2: were you like where oh that part
0: yes was that me it was a hundred percent you because king i see i follow both of your instagrams <laughs> <laughs> i see all the shit you're posting i'll be in my room like crying to like his fucking poems yeah. that he posts on his like stories and i'm like okay but like where's the book
2: I will not be talking about that at out. this time.
0: He's like, Once no, I he's stop by like,
2: I'm, right. I'm leaving. <laughs> 40 minutes, right? We reached our okay, limit. Like, wow, okay. My car's over there.
0: We're like part two. Well, starting out. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> no, but thank you so much. And honestly, like I get a lot of comments about that where it's just people talk about how vulnerable or open I am, but it's always just been I don't share that fear of being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I've always just kind of been vulnerable from the beginning. I had no other alternative other than to share my story. Yeah. Because we're plugging into it later. The locals were not nice to me. So I just kind of had to make my own path. Yeah. Um, And here I am getting love, selling out books, no promo, little to no promo, no social media, me bragging. You fucking (laughs) did that. You fucking did that. You fucking did that. You can accomplish anything. Good shit. Mm
1: -hmm. But yeah. And that's what you deserve. That's king shit right there.
2: Period. I guess I'll start by talking about myself. Yes. I love talking about myself. We love that. <laughs> uh,
0: Capricorn energy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Deadass. He's like, I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I was born and that was it. Yes, <laughs> and I he was
0: like, I was exist. born against my will. And- <laughs> Literally,
2: Y2K had to have happened, but God said, actually, let's give him 23 years to live out his life and we'll see about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what
0: the fuck was that about?
2: <laughs> Literally.
0: When we're just like invented being born in the wrong generation.
2: Literally. When people say like the 60s. Like, why do you want to be born in the fucking 60s? for what? Where was your race? That's kind of races right there. When I people know. say that, when like, I'm like, i like, what about back. the '60s? I'm like, mm,
1: I'm like, yeah, like whatever. Like you know. I'm like, yeah, like
2: I, we all have dark, rich skin. Literally, we do like, Good not, luck to us. Cause... Good luck to to you guys. Fucking, but not, bad, so <laughs> not But my name is Dimas. Hi. Hey. I'm 23 years old. I'm still going to ASU. Mm-hmm. I went. I took a break for a year to sort of focus on my poetry.
0: Okay. Because
2: beautiful. you know my like you guys i was also going through it i feel mm-hmm. like we were all going through it like 2020 2021 yeah, was, There is yeah. a shift and something yeah but mm-hmm. i was definitely going through it and I had to take some time off because i was like i cannot do school mm-hmm. um but i'm going to asu psychology i really want to go into neuroscience okay beautiful oh i like that my teacher is amazing he's gonna do he's helping me with my thesis next semester oh okay. God, yeah. um i really want to go into dementia care Nice. yeah because i would work entering vulnerable stages so oh, uh sure. yeah so it it i just really wanted to do work with other queer people yeah. i do want to incorporate that into my life somehow but like yeah. ever since my father passing away from mm. dementia and no. a lot of health issues i realized no, I need to incorporate some of my time and effort into wow, fi- helping beautiful. people yeah. with dementia because it's it's real. And you know, yeah. coming from a Mexican culture and mm-hmm. a Catholic religion, mm-hmm. mental illness, mental doesn't health, exist. it does not exist. Yeah, it doesn't exist. You know any any connotation has to do with health. It's either you're lazy mm-hmm. and you cannot express it. And that's where a lot of my poetry sort of comes from Mm -hmm. is me holding my culture accountable and holding my religion accountable because there are things that we need to talk about and that's just kind of... What I write about. So
0: basically, um, I guess we can kind of jump in and just if you wanna talk a little bit about your writing journey, how you kind of fell into writing, you know, how did you get started with that?
2: I would love to answer that question. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um I was well, growing up, I was I didn't really have that many friends. But I was that weird kid that would listen to Sylvia Plath um and Ted Hughes and like kind of like toxic relationship. Okay. And I was like in the fourth grade, like mm-hmm. listening to these documentaries. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have many friends because I was always kind of like the weird weird kid right and then that's kind of how i started to write poetry like at the phoenix public library they would have like these contests and yeah. i would always enter them really yeah and i would always either come close to winning or not even be like close to winning at all like i would be like fourth place but i found that that's just because i really didn't know who i was as a writer even like when i was in fourth grade i was like who am i i was fucking fourth grade i didn't yeah. know who i was i didn't know what i was going through <laughs> um so eventually as i got older around like the eighth grade was when i really started to write and find out what a sonnet is yeah. or like whatever um and so again i like i said before i was never really afraid of being vulnerable i just always had to be i didn't even think the things that i was writing about were bad yeah. until i was told like you can't write about that
0: who the fuck yeah. told you that and you're like teachers no
2: yeah, literally yeah. like i remember like Express submitting your my feelings. Yeah. I remember like submitting my poems to like teachers and stuff and being like this is too much like there was a time where like we almost got in trouble because I was writing about me not necessarily wanting to live anymore yeah, right and so the teachers they kind of like had to take it upon themselves to like report and stuff like and that got and, in it, got, and it got really it got really mm. ugly. Um. So that kind of scared me. So, like going into high school, I was like, I'm only gonna write. I still continue to write, just not about the things that. Yeah, you felt were like going. you couldn't be exactly fully your truth. And like the biggest gag was that like that's when people that's what people love to read was m- not even like who I am as a person. Always. It was always like I would write poems about like nature, or, like whatever the monsoon. I loved writing about the monsoon and stuff, mm-hmm. and people ate that up. And I was like happy that people were enjoying my. My work. poetry and but stuff, it but it just like wasn't was mine like, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So then I started to get older again, and I started to perform at First Friday. Yeah. And I remember in your and her podcast, she talked about her teacher. Yeah, <laughs> I really do want to hear that poem that you wrote about your mom, though. Oh my God. Is this? Do you have it here?
0: <laughs> I'm like reciting. You just I now. like start right now. Oh
1: we will not finish this podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, sure.
2: really? I just like go in my room and
0: don't come out. Really, just <laughs> like end done. Okay, Michaela, please finish the podcast. No, sweet. I literally got a tattoo because based off the poem that I wrote. Was it? Was it, it a
2: "Learn to Live"?
0: Yeah, it was like based off of the Darius album because my mom oh, really loved it.
2: Yeah, that's really beautiful. Um, but yeah, so I was like, I started to perform at First Friday, and again, it was like for poems that I didn't really feel were mine. Mm-hmm. Um and then eventually I started to actually commission poetry because I just oh didn't feel God. like they were mine, so I might as well just be profiting off yeah. of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I had a job at the time, but who's gonna deny money, you know? Yeah, so,
0: exactly. exactly. But, for your yeah. Work, that's
2: awesome. So people were like DMing me on Instagram being like, hey, I need a poem for my English my English oh, class really? and stuff like that. And okay. I I had no problem doing it because I genuinely liked writing and I didn't feel attached to those poems yeah because
0: you're like yeah. this isn't what I want to exactly. be about. exactly mm-hmm. you know?
2: so by the time that I put out my first collection Moonshadow it got so much love but again it was because it just wasn't who I mm-hmm. was so I was just kind of like well damn yeah and it actually that collection I kind of have like a love-hate relationship mm-hmm. with it because mm-hmm. it was like got so much love and stuff like that but like looking back at it I don't know how this is how you feel Dana looking back at your poems but like do you ever just cringe yeah and talk about this literally. is not who I am anymore
0: literally that's yeah. what I, but that's awesome because you see your growth through your exactly mind. I think that's beautiful exactly that's what I say though is like one of the biggest reasons why I'm so afraid to publish is because mm. I'm scared of what i put out to be like my identity because that's what
2: you're known for like what they're gonna read is what Mm -hmm. what you put out is what they're gonna read and they don't really know about like what you're writing and not showing the world
0: exactly yeah
2: yeah so like with with going back with moonshadow like there was poetry in there that like was just super dark right but it was either not mine or it was poorly structured Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: i was known for like a poorly structured poet right and then i was kind of like so that collection still got a lot of love and actually won an award uh, a young queer initiative you award. What? What? And, I awesome. and i didn't and i don't talk about it because like i genuinely didn't care oh, mm-hmm. because didn't do you know what it was wasn't like me yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. that's the Instead i love like, her so much yeah
0: and it's just like yeah getting praised and getting like awarded for something mm-hmm. that you're just like yeah, don't like, yeah, feel
2: like yeah that's why i didn't even talk about then you're just, like why yeah, like
0: why Rejoice about
2: it Because Mm -hmm. it's not like
0: Something that like I'm passionate And excited about
2: Exactly And Michaela hit the nail On the head Like I genuinely felt like I'm gonna put out a collection that they want me to put out. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds so pretentious and arrogant because yeah. people would ask me all the time, when is the book coming? When is the book coming? And I know I, I bully you up a lot about it, but I hope hey, you know that whenever you're, you're ready, that. like, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs>
0: coming soon. But yes. He's yes.
2: like, but to you, yes. To me, <laughs> no. no. But yeah. like, it would, it would always kind of be like, and I'm 100% like, and disbelief that I would get so much support. And mm-hmm. all these comments would be like, oh, where's the book? Where's the book? Yeah. And I'm like, you guys, would you guys still buy this book if it was what I was genuinely going through? and realistically they probably wouldn't because again these are the people that i didn't know who didn't know me who kind of just wanted to buy a book to read a book about like the weather monsoon whatever Mm -hmm.
0: there's this idea in i think the poetry like community Mm -hmm. of like in and just like social media too as like there's the mainstream fake deep poet. Oh and I never want to identify with that. They make me like actually angry. Mm -hmm. They make me angry. They make me angry that like someone's gonna repost like a poem that's like I'm sorry, like I'm this I'm gonna get dragged for this. But like Ruby. Ruby Carr. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh, oh my gosh yeah dana says this yeah. all the time to me. it yeah. angers me thank it you so much it angers me that like people will just like repost it and be like yes and they'll eat like, it up. the way i felt this in my soul but i'm like girl like this is touching it. the surface I'm i like, could yeah. write that nothing yeah. like what does this even there's, actually mean
2: it's what it is it's performative yeah it's mm-hmm. just
0: it's just aesthetically pleasing it's, aesthetic. it's
2: so poetry. i'm like i'll say something problematic along with yours too Kay. people thank could fight me with this all you want a four-line poem is not a fucking poem. That's hardly a stanza. Yeah. That's hardly a stanza. Mm. To me, what makes a real r- we're so pretentious in here. Right <laughs> <know right>.
1: <laughs> but I love this because this is actually how you guys feel. It's yeah. real and yeah. it's raw. And
2: 100 yeah.
3: percent
2: But again, like people like Ruby Kara, mm. um, who are so famous for writing four lines, and that's just because in a sense, that's what that's all they yeah. want. They don't want deeper level poetry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so like I bring it back with Moonshadow. I was, I'm still very proud of it, but it's yeah. a love-hate relationship mm-hmm. with it. Even when I recently got invited to perform at a show, I'm not going to say who, but i don't want <laughs> to get in trouble, <laughs> But they just wanted me to read from Moonshadow, mm-hmm. and I was like, I have other collections. Yeah. I have a whole second book that I put out, Coexistence. Yeah. But they didn't want me to read from that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, we want we want you to write it from Moonshadow or read from Moonshadow, yeah. and I was like, no. Yeah,
0: you're like, can you? If you're inviting me to perform, I should you be should able should to pick what, my yeah. Own your if you're inviting me to perform, then you should invite me, the writer who I am today.
2: And also because um, so, you're not who you were
0: before, because I'm not the same. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So by the time that I put out. My second book, Coexistence, I was so proud of that collection yes, but it, it kind of flopped
3: no, yes I
2: still it. sold out I want to eventually publicize it again but, I think you um, should yeah but like with the coexistence like I was saying like I that was the first book in which I actually felt like the poetry was mine Um, and people didn't necessarily respond to it as well to my surprise because you would think that like you would want to buy a, a book or a collection or a compilation of poetry of like meaningful authentic yes. work and here I came with This and coexistence was a 300 300- page book wow so it was that's a fucking textbook yeah yeah and that's because i you know i had it was my first time that i felt like okay moonshadow did good how are they going to react to yeah my actual story as a person
0: and you actually you you're like i have you i have exactly so now it's time for you to see who Who i actually am
2: And it and it backfired. It but the really thing is, I wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't say it necessarily backfired. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that you're finding your real audience. Yeah, yeah and, and like, that's also okay. be
0: like proud of yourself for still doing that because oh, that's you still did it
1: against all the odds of people. Sorry. Yeah. For me, I would say since I'm not like I don't know much about poetry or anything, but I know that I see like something. I'm like, oh, that's cute to say, but people like. The short things, people like yeah. the fast things you could write that get your attention, like really li- like small little things, mm-hmm. you know. And they're like, "Oh, this is so romantic!" Like, "Oh my god," you know. This mm-hmm. I relate to this in relationships or whatever. People like that, but your poems are like deeper than that, and that's okay. Aww. That is, and you'll find those her. audience, <laughs> you'll find those people who will love your your writing, yeah. your work. And yeah. it's just you know, some people are just basic.
2: Yeah, and that's what they want. Yeah, and that's the and, uh, disclaimer. I did get I did, <laughs> like I did get a lot of like, oh my God. I did get a lot of love from it, and that's kind of what I've learned. Kind of like what we were talking about with your guys's podcast, where mm-hmm. um, the messages that you guys get are just so deep and so profound and support. Yeah. Right, that's kind of where. And I take full responsibility because a part of me with Moonshadow, I want I obviously wanted it to be successful, course, and like, I was yeah, happy for that's it. So you know, such
1: a big thing. That of course, like first of
2: course, thing. yeah. And and what's it called? So like when I put it out, I was like, okay, cool. I have. You now, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm actually going through, and I wrote that two years ago.
1: Wow, ew, that feels Jesus like it was yesterday.
2: Crazy, it's yeah. During the, during the pandemic, yeah.
1: And that's you know everybody was inside during that time. Too. Yeah, and so that was like good the perfect you. time. Good <laughs> you.
2: Y'all bored
0: here reading? It's <laughs> like
2: I'm hundred pages. Read it. Just close the door lock it. You're gonna read my fucking book. This
0: would boring. with this. <laughs> Educate
2: yourself. <laughs> <I'll though. suffer. laughs> no, but yeah. So like when I had put out that book, I was just kind kind of talking about what I was going through, you know, mm-hmm. mentioned before my, my father passed recently mm-hmm. in October. Yes. But a lot of like his health issues and his health concerns and stuff really started to take a toll during the time that I woke coexistence. And so that's when I was really, you know, focusing on like the religion that I was instilled in all my life yeah. as well as the mexican culture yes. you know with moon shadow i didn't really go into it because i didn't feel like yeah. i was allowed yeah. to go exactly. into, it, you know yeah. and that's what big of uh, part of the criticism that i got for coexistence where people were saying that i wanted to be white so bad because i was holding my mexican upbringing accountable yeah. you know you could be proud of your um Mexican upbringing and still hold it accountable exactly yes.
1: you can hold things accountable and mm-hmm. still be proud of who you are as yeah. a person that- And
2: exactly and so when I was sending it to other writers and I was like I really want these people to read it and it was just kind of like the criticism that I got from it which is so far removed from what I Wanted to do with that collection. I wanted it to be about me holding my religion and my culture accountable, and still finding beauty in it. But it came across as me hating my upbringing, me hating this religion. Yeah. When it's like that's not at all what it's about. But overall, like I, I am still very proud of it. It's still one of my favorite collections, Mm -hmm. and I do really want to put it out eventually. But a girl is busy. (laughs) A girl is busy. I
1: would just say that now it's getting. It's more acceptable to hold things like accountable before yeah. it hasn't been like holding things accountable has been like oh like you're you know you're going against your race you're doing this you're doing yeah. that like you know have homies backs like things like yeah. that you know yeah. people, like, all those just, things like, you know so,
0: like offended by Everything's everything so
1: offended yes. like everyone's so yeah. offended by it but no you need to hold people accountable yeah. and you need to hold especially your religions accountable you yeah. know your race accountable also to
0: like a mess that was summer 2020 I think that was a big Mm -hmm. shift for a lot of people especially Mm -hmm. like for me personally that was a big shift for me being like fuck all of that Mm -hmm. I have something to say and I'm not afraid to say it anymore and I'm gonna do it exactly that's like when the truth like finally was like I'm ready to like actually like put the truth into my writing because like you I think too I was censoring myself before then and now I'm not yeah 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 I feel like
1: when all that stuff happened Dana your poetry kind of changed and you talking about being a black woman in America mm-hmm. you started talking about that you started writing about it and before you really didn't and it was beautiful yeah. and so they were so strong and powerful I think, and wrong. Yeah,
0: I think for the first time I like allowed myself to like especially with your spoken word mm-hmm. like that's the thing about spoken word that I love is like that you kind of perform it but the thing is like with these new pieces that I was writing about like social justice and activism I was mm-hmm. like the emotion and like sorry I'm gonna say it like anger mm-hmm. and sadness and resentment and just like all mm-hmm. of those deep heavy emotions that are like typically stereotypes for me as a black woman to like yeah. automatically feel yeah. this way yeah. is like yeah I'm gonna feel this way and you're gonna hear it and you're gonna hear it in the infliction of my words and I did it exactly. and I was like mm-hmm. call me an angry black woman if you want but you're going to hear me. It's my truth. And yeah. Frankly,
1: and so. it was you holding other people accountable for how they made yeah. you feel. And that's exactly what your book did. Yeah. Or your poetry book did. And,
2: and it goes back to the whole, people are just afraid of being vulnerable. Absolutely. You know, so they'd rather just shut you up and stuff like that. Not to mention this country is very racist. I and mean, oh, well, yeah. A bunch of, <laughs> yeah. We, we got to see a lot <laughs> we of... We definitely saw that. We definitely got to see, like, people's true intentions and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, exactly. that's kind of, we touched on it earlier with a lot of this performative activism. Yes. Um, I remember like the summer of 2020 when everything went down. I was like out there protesting and stuff mm-hmm, like that, of course. but I wasn't talking about it because I was too busy protesting. Yeah. and people were were like, re- "Why
1: aren't you spreading the word?" Exactly, and yeah. like I don't
2: like you know obviously social media. Like there's a lot you can be doing through social yeah, media, course. but like I live in downtown Phoenix. Yeah, there was protests happening every, every single day. fucking in day. Your backyard, like, exactly, yeah. uh-huh. and so that's when I, me and my father we were. Heading out, water and snacks to everyone. Exactly. We were also protesting. People were what being a king too. literally to people, yeah. people. were being shot with rubber bullets, yeah. and yeah. but people were like, "That's not happening," because they weren't there.
0: Yeah, they weren't there. You Didn't see that exactly.
2: Shit. Meanwhile, the protesters were literally getting. Dragged and
0: exactly that was like that season of time was like such a cleanse for my social media oh, of yeah. like oh, yeah. all the people yeah. that I like was like well bye yeah um because it was surprising to see like the automatic like oh like I'm an activist too mm-hmm. no yeah. you're not. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly.
2: Like you post seeing a black square isn't gonna do much. Yeah.
0: And like, how about like check the fuck in with me,
2: the black person
0: exactly. that you know.
2: the black person that you know. Hey. I was doing up you. I was I was yeah. you up recently, like a lot. Yeah. I was like, hey girl, how are you doing? Yeah. Like actually, it was, it was exhausting. So exhausting. Because like I've also grown up with a lot of black people, and I love like yeah. the community so much and stuff like that. They've actually shown me more support than my Mexican community because they understood a lot of it. Yeah, of course. And that kind of dealt in with like my identity. I didn't who i was you know when the whole protests were happening it was just what was more surprising to me was how ready and how badly people wanted it all to end mm-hmm. and it was kind of like you want this to end this has been happening to black people and other people of color like the entire course of history you yeah, want it to end yeah. how do you how tired do you think <laughs> how are? tired do you think they are how <laughs> tired do you think we are? but to them protesting that uh, were the protests that were happening for what mm-hmm. Two weeks altogether. Yeah. That was too. That was an inconvenience yes. for them. Yeah.
0: Um, They're like, okay,
1: this is, finished but then now. they went on what? protesting for masks because yeah. I had to wear a mask. Yeah. Oh, because you had to wear a fucking fabric on your face. But you could take that shit off yeah. you know you you obviously don't but you know what i mean like that's yeah. not a part of it <laughs> like, i could put on a white but
2: I, that, you that shit on white white
1: face uh, <laughs> what? We, could, we could take off our
2: melanin oh, <laughs> I I just can't take that shit off you know this is our skin color yeah. like yeah.
1: what the fuck do you expect us to do we're fighting for our skin like we're fighting for us who we are as a person not because of fabric on our fucking face exactly. it's annoying it's no. and
2: it's it's the same thing i've gotten into so many ar- i'm still getting into arguments with people that yes. you know defend uh blue lives and stuff
1: oh my gosh I you
2: sure chose a place you like chose that. a job yeah black people do not choose to be black mm-hmm. brown people do not choose to be brown palestinian people do not choose exactly. to be palestinian they're yeah. old, you know what no. i mean so it's like whenever they're like saying a blue lights man i'm like you chose that job i'm like how the fuck
0: is this your Literally exactly. you this chose that career You can take career. off your badge after a yeah. nine to
2: five. And that's
1: the thing. Dana said that perfectly in her poem, um, the one that you read for Black Lives Plagiarism. I'm like re- it like, <laughs> Are you quoting
2: it? <laughs> Where's know, your source? Really? I don't know if I was gonna
1: say correctly. <laughs> but but you, <laughs> this
2: podcast is fucking I'm like, over. Like, <laughs> the, I'm the, <laughs> the beef.
1: But you correct me, obviously I'm gonna be wrong, but you were talking about they could take off their uniforms yeah. right when they get home but like unlike us we can't take yeah. off our skin color at the we end can't of the day. take
0: off yeah our skin color we can't you know it's a part of us as is our culture and our heritage mm-hmm. and our background our ancestors are exactly. like you know everyone who's come before us and who will come next like that is mm-hmm. all a part of us this is who we are
2: yeah um, so and also like you know what's was most shocking too we don't really have to get into it but like the amount of like other black people and other mexican people that are on the side of like the oppressors
0: oh exactly that's the that's like that the, the, the that people pleasing for me it's the, yeah, pick the catering me's. it's the pick, pick means yeah like you're like you want to be part of them so bad but like you never will be because you want to be accepted by them. and like mm-hmm. you're you're just like a prop for them okay. like you are see we, we don't, don't like, hate, we black hate black people
2: a token yeah, okay.
0: literally. Exactly. And so it's 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 hard whenever you see that because you're like, open your eyes. Mm-hmm. like yeah. The way that they're going to turn their back so quick. The well, moment the that thing. they get the chance to, exactly.
2: Well, yeah. and, and the truest form came from that when they were trying to pass bills to defund the police. They were exactly. like, I love you as a black sister, but the police are the police. And I cannot turn my exactly. back on I'm them. Exactly, I'm not
1: changing. Like, what the fuck? Make it make sense. Yeah. It made no sense. And it's no right sense. there in
2: front of them too, but they refuse to see it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: because they rather live ignorantly like they want to be ignorant
0: i know they're like literally saying like oh well you're saying black lives matter that's really offensive because like all lives matter oh well, if all lives matter then why don't we like defund the police that are killing like all of us oh mm, 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 yeah we you can't, can't say that. that no Okay, when I say all eyes, what I it's really mean same. is... Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what I really mean is, like, um some, and, like, by some, it's, like, the ones that we
2: choose, so...
0: And that's yeah. not you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm <laughs> really sorry about me. it. Well,
2: like, especially when, like, domestic sense. violence is at an all-time uh, yeah. high, especially with the police and the police force. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, yeah. it's all there.
0: I don't know if you guys have been seeing it, but just, like, all, like, the, the cruel tactics that they're mm-hmm. now using to mm-hmm. just, oh, like, yeah. get away with their fucking bullshit. Fucking like, oh like we're trying to take away our right to like literally protect ourselves by recording like events but you're being like either a you can no longer do that or b we're going to play music now so that like if you post this on social media to get attention about my wrongdoings your Mm -hmm. video will be taken down Mm -hmm. and
2: also when people like say you're getting pulled over right and you're trying to record and the police enforcement take that as you not complying yeah yeah. you have the right to report to record your encounter what about
1: the remember like mm, you know the first First Amendment and all those things. The know.
2: ones that they use to. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're
1: like, no, you can't. And they're like, okay. Yeah, the ones
2: that they use to say the N word and call it uh First, Amendment, first rights, Amendment rights. But I can't say that I have the right to record my yeah. encounter. I'm not saying
0: that I have the right for you not to shoot me when
1: I'm not doing anything. Yeah, um, wait. Yeah, I saw a video and it was a man and a woman pulled him over. It was a, a woman police <laughs> and she him over and he was recording and she and she was just telling him he was recording he was like you're not allowed to that's against the rules like she kept telling him that he can't and he was like i know my rights i know Mm -hmm. my fucking rights and it was just crazy because i'm like these people are insane like there's no way that they're taking our rights away and doing it so like publicly they don't really give a fuck anymore at this point they're not
2: even hiding it
1: no Mm -hmm. because it's just so big now it's just they don't give a fuck
2: but I did want to ask you, Dana, mm-hmm. um when or even you too, because you're not white. So you you've obviously phased, yes, sort of. Exactly. Yeah. Um I did want to ask both of you guys, did you guys feel some kind of pressure to stand up for your community as well? Or did it just come second nature? And this is my podcast. Yeah. I
1: keep no, I like this. I feel it was very scary for me because yes. it was like I said, like in the BLM. Uh, podcast that we did, yeah. it was really eye-opening for me because again, I have a white side and mm-hmm. I have a black side. And nobody on my white side besides like my father mm-hmm. like talked to me and reached out to me and asked me if I was okay. And it kind of mm-hmm. I was like fighting myself because I was like, oh, what are they gonna say when I, you know, post and say something. Mm-hmm. But then my black side was one hundred percent for and there for me and talk to me about it. And we would sit down and have those serious conversations. Mm-hmm. And it was what I wanted to do. It was like I want to spread awareness. I want to talk about it. But I also had anxiety with that Mm-hmm. because of my other side of my family because would they understand it will they support me will they just will tell they me i'm being dramatic will they hold themselves accountable will they reach out to me and it just proved to me that they didn't do those things mm-hmm. and i just kind of had to say fuck it and be like i know what's right and what's wrong and clearly i know what's wrong and mm-hmm. obviously how we're being treated and how the black community is being treated like it's not right so clearly i i, I did have struggle with it a bit because like i said i have a lot of people on like my family on social media and stuff but mm-hmm. Who was there for me in the time I need that? Because I'm a black woman too. I needed that and they weren't there for me, so
2: intersectionality we all have multiple identities but people just want to label you for what they feel most comfortable with exactly exactly
1: exactly so i just said fuck it and i did what i had to do yeah
2: Yeah. what about you because on your podcast you said that you were raised in a white neighborhood right Mm -hmm. how was that experience for you
0: that was a fucking time (laughs) um yeah it was really crazy for me to essentially for a long time just be like one of the token black people Mm -hmm. in the community um in like my school community and my neighbor Like in my own family, you know, being adopted and raised by a white family and just like for a long time, not like even realizing how inherently like racist a lot of things were (laughs) and like just being like ignorant to that. And it wasn't like any fault on like my like family because like my family always wanted to protect me from racism yeah, or like any of that yeah. but it was in the way that like things were just so positive that it was a little weird you know yeah it was like trying to like kind of compensate I
3: think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and so definitely i've i felt like very like kind of shell-shocked when it all like yeah, the reality yeah, of the yeah. situation kind of came hitting me at one time because like i said during 2020 i had a lot of time to sit just like within my emotions and just yeah. think about everything every fucking thing. mm -hmm. And um yeah, I definitely I definitely felt the pressure for like a long time to not only be like, okay, like here I am, a black woman and in the hair like here it is. This is the reality of what's going on outside. We're a black woman. Yeah, and what's happening literally outside, like this is you can't hide from this, sweetie, you know? And so yeah everywhere
1: on social media, it's everything. Definitely Definitely. that's all it was. And it was was the
0: way I sat and I for the first time kind of realized that like I am not as like educated as I need to be exactly. and I was like it's time for myself to fucking educate mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. and it's time for me to like everyone around me like it's time for you guys to be educated like this is not okay and like I felt a lot of like a lot of anger and a lot of sadness and a lot of confusion and a lot yeah. of hurt just a lot of things um but yeah I definitely felt a pressure to feel like I had to be the one to stand up I had to be the one to like yeah. you know Especially in that educate you yeah. like I felt like it was my like duty to be like um hello like here i am see me for who i am for the first time because i feel like you haven't been and like you need to know all of this if you love me enough you need to learn all of this and i was getting so much feedback being like thank you for telling your truth thank you for being open and honest and raw and real like i've never seen things the way you are like just getting so much feedback of thank you thank you thank you for educating me and i just felt like like it was my duty to like continue that but also i just like felt so exhausted because I was like, your job yeah. I was like, yeah. on, don't on you like days. care enough about me to like just go <laughs> out and do it. it? I'm giving you the resources, For so go out them. and do it.
2: Especially in the digital age, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not so hard.
1: Many, there's, there's so many, so many resources;
0: many. it's not hard. Even
2: at the surface level, like it's very clear and obvious that this system is designed against people. Across oh, 100%. like there are laws out there, and, and we, I'm so
1: tired of hearing, it's, hearing it's that it's not. I'm so tired. My old job told me that shit. I'm so tired.
2: You know what I mean? Um, So it's like if you can't do the bare minimum to it least recognize that and it's sorry. like can you even call yourself an ally Absolutely. and to me i don't know how you guys might feel about this this is poetry but it's like this is very interesting because um <laughs> this is a poem because <laughs> it's like a lot of you guys are free to this is a hot take of mine right
0: okay here we go Two hot takes.
2: (laughs) So it's like the whole issue of racism, right? I don't think people understand that, like, you don't have to be consciously aware of your racism to be racist. Yes, 100%. Um, There is a lot of people that's like, I've never said the n word in my life. I am not racist. That is not what what it means. Especially, like, when you're watching, like, people have to understand that, like, we are raised watching television, listening Mm. to media, Mm. watching documentaries and stuff that is very, whitewashed Absolutely. like our entire history. Absolutely. Our, yeah. There have been so many um black educators, brown educators, Mexican educators, poets, protesters, activists that yeah. are obviously people of color, but in a lot of situations, they're given like the tragic ending. But in a lot of situations, exactly. they're not even kids aren't even allowed to learn about queer people of color or just people of color in general that yeah. are just heroes. Absolutely. They're only ever taught tragic. that this tragic ending they're either ever taught, yeah, this person. Try to fight for his civil rights, right? Martin Luther King, but he was shot. Mm-hmm, you know yes. what I mean? That is a form of racism. Like when you, you obviously have to keep in mind the reality of the, the things that are happening, but when you're teaching your kids and you're teaching your children that if you are a person of color and you try to change the world, you will you're, be killed. You will die that's that's not and that's that's that you, that yeah
1: something to be scared of and that's yeah, an, that's an
2: extension of racism oh, and i don't so. think yeah. people understand that you know i don't have to go out the street and tell someone fuck you da, 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 yeah
3: um
2: for me to be racist and also if you know in your brain that you're thinking these, this kind of way and you have is these wrong. biases inside of you is wrong and you're not holding yourself accountable fuck you
3: yes
1: you're mm-hmm.
2: just as bad as someone actually going yes. out there and doing the same thing it's yes.
1: just as equal yeah exactly
2: Definitely. The only thing that's lacking is you actually doing it, but you better believe that if you had the opportunity to do it you without would getting caught take it. you would take it again, another hot take. what's worse to me at least is because we're all raised in a system where it's so heavily whitewashed, you doing nothing about it is the worst thing that you can do
3: yes. Mm-hmm
2: you know it's kind of i've heard this um you know Bob drag queen the yes the he once said uh being a racist doesn't make you a bad person it makes you a person
0: yes Mm -hmm. and
2: that is so fucking true because um if you know that you were raised with this racist ideology and you're not educating yourself on it then that's what makes you a bad person exactly Exactly.
0: that's the biggest thing is like being like Oh, that's the automatic scapegoat. Is like I was just raised this way. Exactly. I just, it's like you learned behavior. Oh Unfucking yeah. learn it. Yeah. Unfucking yeah. learn it. It's not that no. hard.
2: No. Yeah. Like I was mentioned before, like um, when the protests were going on, my father was raised in that anti-black again yeah. Mexican culture yeah. that they don't respect black people. That's just let's just be being real. Yes. Right? If I were said I wanted one of my poems, I would have been dragged. <laughs> I have been dragged actually. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, there
1: is. I'm not there is there is this type of feud before like yeah. no still, still is or so is There's mm-hmm. a feud to that. There yeah. is one hundred percent and mm-hmm. I won't doubt that there exactly.
2: is Exactly and yeah. my father he he was raised that quote unquote. Kind of way, but yeah. my father he took it upon himself to educate himself. And my father, uh, being 69 years old an old person, and also you can't use your age as an excuse to change no, yourself. No. Never. That we're so far beyond that. If my and father then... could do it, who he is from the ranch, Tamaulipas <laughs> literally ca- <laughs> cows, you cattle, you can fucking do it. And exactly. so it was, um, I actually wrote a poem about it where he was where we were like protesting along each other, alongside each other, and he was kind of like still, you know, holding himself accountable, and but he was still very, um, uh, in a mix of like why are we doing this why are you doing this you're my son you're not black You yeah. shouldn't be doing this but at the end i was explaining to him as we were you know handing out water and snacks and first aid kits and stuff like that because again the protests took place right, right outside yeah, my yeah fucking absolutely house. there's no way that we could have avoided that so i was explaining it to him and he was like you know what you're absolutely right because my father's um hometown was actually eradicated by the drug traffickers it doesn't exist anymore so it was wow. kind of the same kind of process for thinking process for him where it's like like black people are Essentially, people want them out. Yeah.
1: They want us to be non-existent. They, they want us. For they want to erase
2: their blackness and yeah. stuff. So yeah. it's it's along the same lines, and that's what I would explain to my father. And he responded really well. But it was also kind of like when you hold yourself accountable, it's very ugly because you have to. truth. It's an ugly truth, yourself. An ugly truth yeah. to yourself, yeah. and people don't want to acknowledge that truth mm-hmm. to yourself. Yeah. But if you don't acknowledge that part of yourself, you're not going to grow. No,
0: that's the biggest part of it is their pride. Yeah, exactly. You're going to just
2: continue to be in denial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So this is just the poem that i wrote during those times that we were talking about it's called there we were and it's basically a lot of my poetry is kind of just conversations that i've had with people and and i just try to put structure to it so here we go it's called there we were there we were on the streets of roosevelt and grand avenue people were marching side by side the owners of buster's market tall ever proud handing out water and medical supplies and i was there explaining to my father why black lives matter with tears streaming down my face i watched him as he watched me tend to strangers there we were screaming in pain alongside with him alongside with them as well there we were explaining to him how the american dream was not meant for people like him or me or anybody that didn't look like them our neighborhood isn't ours anymore how they've begun to chase out the homeless how their definition of safety isn't about safety at all how it's about whiteness how it's about being blonde haired and blue eyed and calling their guardians on us for playing spanish music how our murals are only pictures for them and not self-reflection to them and i watched him as he watched me and my anger as it became unwavering and endless i saw as he realized i was more like him than he'd care to admit i saw as he realized i had inherited his Stubbornness, how he'd fought back in Damalipas against the traffickers and the devils that aren't so different than these motherfuckers. I saw as he began to scream with me in Spanish, of course.
1: Oh, that's so beautiful. That right there, oh my God. Oh, he
2: started screaming with you. I'm crying. Oh my gosh she's actually crying. I'm <laughs> That was
1: that's so strong. Oh my god, so yeah. powerful. Like And I'm, I can't believe
2: that actually like it was actually took place. Yeah, yeah
1: that's beautiful.
2: So that's just like the that's the lot of like my poetry it just comes from holding each other accountable and stuff like that. Which is I, so
0: important. It's yeah. so important. Literally love, love, love whenever a piece just like
2: You're so, crying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, did <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's just the
1: point that it's it was it actually happened, and it was, like, a real
0: story. Oh, no, yeah, that's, like, problem. what I love and is, like, that. I love pieces that just, you know, like, obviously paint paint you a picture, but, like, pieces that bring you right there in that moment, yeah. and that's yeah. what you did, and, like, the way I, like, I, like, was closing my eyes, and I was, I was letting you long. take me there, and I was, like, I, I love that, and that was very powerful, and... <sighs> I felt like we I were like walking with have chills. Yeah, I felt like I was just like watching the scene <laughs> unfold, and I love <laughs> oh, that. So beautiful! I absolutely loved it. That was beautiful.
2: But, like that's just like the main point that like a lot of my poetry is about. That it's just conversations. But I don't really have. So yeah, I don't really have that many writer friends that I could just send poems to. Also, just because they're right here. Well, now it's Her <laughs> arms
0: up in we're just i'm <laughs> <laughs> so fucking high in the air
3: right now. I'm exposed. <laughs>
2: No, honestly, we're just two very busy people and I honestly like sometimes I have wanted to set you poetry but I'm like she's too no. No, nope, send it her no. way. <laughs> I'll send it to you too. <laughs> I I thought it so pretty. Uh, Explain. Yes, like I, I had written that poem and I was like, oh my God, that's so powerful to me because so powerful. it was, I didn't want to overstep a boundary because I'm not black, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever I, I tried to talk about these things, I'm like, I don't want to speak over other black people because it's not my experience, you know? Mm-hmm. But what I can do is share my experience, my specific experience with someone like my father who I butted heads with a lot. Mm-hmm because i was fighting this culture right and that that doesn't really allow you to be yourself or be authentic and so for him to be there with me and be just able and willing to listen not just yeah. to not my story but like the yeah. story of like the people that were out there protesting was very powerful to me yeah um so yeah i'd have other poems just let me know which ones you guys want. i think it's also <laughs> really
1: awesome because you put it in a way for him to understand you put it in, yeah. in perspective too and you brought up situations that he
0: faced yeah and, and you you made him see it and like the way you mm-hmm. you brought him there and you made him see it and he was just like in his eyes he was like oh yeah yeah i, I felt this too yeah, i understand what right. they're feeling too like because you're, I you're right yeah. and i'd want yeah. someone to fight just as hard like with me or for me so i'm gonna fight for them it's and that insane. was beautiful Exactly
2: because like my father, he didn't he, he didn't have an opportunity. Like when his um, home ranch got eradicated, mm-hmm. he was already here. Yeah,
0: he didn't know so about he it. Kinda,
2: yeah. He didn't know about it until decades later. That's, that's
0: so sad, you
2: know. And so when he passed away, and when I found out his death certificate, it doesn't have his wow it doesn't have all it says is tamalipas wow. like I don't have the name of like the ranch so like, yeah. and then a the poem I could read it right now because yeah. we're on the topic now it where it's like his history was erased
0: yeah yeah like, that's like, fucking so sad you can you crying <laughs> i'm like i'm like i'm so sad for your dad he's right sucking. now because i'm literally like that's yeah. so fucking sad to just all of that just can just be gone there's no yeah there's, nothing. there's there's no and for weapon. you too just to want to just like he's gone and you want like to know mm-hmm. more you want to so have that connection to him and you and and want it all and you can't have it i feel like i was definitely robbed, robbed of it 100 so, yeah.
2: but
1: why like what was the reason
2: yeah, yeah, there's not. And so that's really kind of, I had a, a third book that was going to be out. It was called Stardust Wanderlust. I was and waiting for that. I was waiting for that <laughs> The way I was eating up every single
0: story you're we posting, <laughs> see, I was waiting for it. Yeah, and then he yeah. was like,
2: ghost. <laughs> no, and I was just really proud of it. But I, I I came down to it where like a lot of the poems in that collection were essentially just me grieving his loss, of right? Course. But I didn't want to put out a book of just me grieving right i wanted it to be the process the process of it and also kind of i it came down to it where i did get his death certificate um and i'm going to show this poem now if if you if you're down yes please uh, where i got his death certificate his death certificate and there was no country, like there was no home ranch. It was yeah. just Tamalipas, right? So I'm working on a book. Uh, well, it's originally Stardust Wanderlust, but I'm I'm editing it, um, and I'm working on rebranding it as another book that I was gonna put out, but I did it. I deleted it too. <laughs> was...
1: the, the process. The process.
2: <laughs> but um, there was a book prior to Stardust Wanderlust that was called Architecture. Yeah, that's... I was waiting for that one too. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the. I, like the name. I gotta go. no he posted so many from architecture
0: and i was like okay waiting for it king like the way i was messaging you about it i was like this one this one i was like not me sobbing in
2: my room right now yeah and that was the book that i really wanted to put out but again i didn't want to put out i was gonna put out architecture this year but then my father passed away in october and i was like that book was really kind of like a love letter to my father because it was quote unquote i don't want to say happiest collection because i get so cringed out when people ask me about my happy poems i don't know if you feel the same Uh, way um because i consider like even my darkest poems like this poem that i'm gonna recite now i consider that a love poem yeah Mm -hmm. right even though like you're gonna hear it it's gonna be very dark i still consider it a love poem because it's me transmitting my love to my father yeah right like grieving is a bitch mm-hmm. but yeah. like it's just to me grieving is really just devotion with no place to go to exactly
0: um, that's like the poem i wrote about my mom mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. i posted it all of like my family my mom's friends and like everyone who heard it because i posted it online so they could see it and like mm-hmm. the the way they were like this was so beautiful but like the way that like they, they were like, they were broken from it and i yeah. was like yeah. that's the reality of like what i feel every day so and it's
2: and it's interesting too how like for me me wanting to be vulnerable was essentially kind of i just wasn't allowed to and like with my Mm -hmm. father's passing again this mexican culture like my father raised me to never display my emotions right so when he had passed away I was crying, but I was also angry at myself for crying. Of course, because, because you- I was raised mm-hmm. to to not show emotions. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, by me trying to grieve my father, I was like, "Am I just doing a disservice to him and what he taught me?" No. Right? But I was just yeah. kind of like, "No, I have to let myself kind of cry." But it's still very, you know, I'm I'm trying to he unlearn was like a, a culture, in your
3: head. exactly, yeah. and it
2: still very much is, yeah. and that's kind of like that's why I I'm not gonna put out Stardust Wonderlust, but I'm gonna incorporate a lot of like my grieving poems, like this is. The one I'm gonna read is gonna be in architecture, right? The new collection.
3: Because
2: mm-hmm. I I want to incorporate those happy poems that I wrote and that I performed to my father in front of him, right? I love
1: yeah, that. I'm um, so happy you got it. Because I was hoarding
2: it. I was hoarding those poems, right? Because yeah, I was gonna put it out. And then when he passed away, I was like, I can't put this out. I'm gonna hoard this, right? Yeah. But I also don't we put we touched on it before, right? I don't want to be known as just someone that could only write dark poetry like I'm capable of more mm-hmm. and that's what that's a lot of the criticism that I would get right yeah. you deserve
0: to write what you're feeling and that's the biggest thing about grief too that like yeah. a lot of people just don't understand unless they like and exactly. it, that grief is unexplainable mm-hmm. the process of it is never ending mm-hmm. the process of that it just comes in waves Mm -hmm. yeah it can be fucking (laughs) dark and it can be so so bright and like it just it comes at an impasse at times there is absolutely no timetable of it and like you can be one day you're so so fine and it's one day five years in the future and you're so so fine and then you know the next day you wake up and you're devastated as if it happened yesterday Exactly, Exactly. and it's something that you're always gonna experience every day yeah which is
2: insane like even it's just been it's barely been what seven months since october oh God, right yeah. and i'm barely like experiencing things because i was i was still in school i'm still in school i don't know how i still got a's yeah i don't know during that time i was like i that whole aspect of october november december january i don't remember right because i was i was still going to school i was like that didn't happen yeah, yeah. he didn't die right i was always denial, expecting right. to be home and he'll be right there right of course especially because me and my father we didn't really have a relationship growing up because of course i was gay mm-hmm. and again that's the homophobia that comes with being yeah. Mexico yeah in the
3: culture you know
2: it took a while for him to even speak to me yeah right he didn't he never really called me his son towards like the end right where we were barely beginning to have a relationship and, then and he you, passes away and you now felt I'm like, robbed of course yeah. yeah and i just felt like i i can't go to mexico i'm not allowed to go there right because there's it doesn't exist i'm not allowed to go to a place that doesn't exist mm-hmm.
1: because and you're not allowed to learn about him and his culture or like you know about him yeah. or his family or anything because it's all gone it's all like gone. it never
0: existed
2: It never existed you
0: know yeah. and, and also my identity's in there too like exactly for and you're like how am I supposed to figure out who I am if it's mm-hmm. gone? If it's gone. I it's can't gone. learn it. There's
2: no trace of it. Yeah.
0: Like, and that's so devastating.
2: Yeah. Like, I didn't even know, like, my grandparents. Yeah. Like, who are they? I don't know Sad them. Dude. I don't have a history, like, on their side. Yeah. right? Um, So do you want me to start writing? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is very dark. So for the it's people okay. listening, just keep in mind. Dark and beautiful. So yeah. So this poem I wrote, it's called Apparition, The Truth, The Dead. No. It's... Very heavily inspired by one of my favorite poets of all time, um, Anne Sexton. I don't know if you've heard of them uh, or her. She's a confessional poet, and so she wrote uh, the poem called "The Truth the Dead Know." And I would just remember listening to that poem, just fucking crying, right? Because I was like, that was so specific. She's a confessional poet, and so she had wrote she had written that poem about the death of her father, which was mm-hmm. just a couple of months or weeks after the death of her mother, or I think wow. it was like the other way around. But yeah, so. I, I remember, like, listening. Well, I wrote the entirety of this poem. I only brought an excerpt because, like, the original poem is six, seven pages long. And so, like, towards the end, you're going to hear kind of, like, a a change where I'm, like, reflecting on, like, time and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, what I did with this poem, it's been seven months since my father passed away. So I wrote the majority of the poem that I'm going to share now. And then you're going to hear now three weeks from his departure now six weeks from his departure that's me actually taking the time mm-hmm. leaving the poem there that. yeah oh my god, yeah so much. <laughs> like and i do that a lot with a lot of my poems and that's yeah. why it takes so long for me to put out collections because so i genuinely want to come you back and so reflect beautiful on them and yeah so
0: real oh my god i love you <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like sir so, i need yeah, so- <laughs> i need to read it the way
2: yeah. I'm already crying. So so yeah, so I wrote this poem, uh, the majority of it at least, the day of my father's funeral service. It mm-hmm. was, so it's going to be very, just keep in mind, y'all. If we start
0: crying, <laughs> y'all grab a
3: bunch of tissues right now.
1: But
2: it is probably, I am very proud of this poem and it kind of serves as kind of like the first poem I wrote in which I genuinely knew where I wanted to go as a writer and not just a writer, but as wow. a person, yeah. you yeah. know? And it, it just sucks that I had to take my, father passing away for for me to realize such yeah. a heavy truth right so yeah so i had written it like literally two hours. i was in the car uh leaving the funeral place service or whatever so
0: but also sorry really quick Go but ahead. also there's <laughs> like that the way that you can look at it too is like thank you dad like for yeah like, he, helped, he helped you find where you need to be yeah like, or at least point me in a direction point you in that direction yeah, <laughs> yeah and you're like it's really fucking sad that i took this but like you helped me get there and mm-hmm. i look i look at that a lot like with my mom and like situations yeah. that i went through and it's like fuck that that i had to experience it but thank yeah you. it kind of shakes you to your today. core and it's and like either way sh- they're always going to be with you throughout this whole
1: a thousand
2: percent yeah. but so, here it is so there. it's called uh apparition the truth the dead know. amen the eerie-eyed pastor had said in a spanish tongue in that spanish prayer which i couldn't quite learn in time to send my father away the way my mother did amen she had said but i refuse to accept this wicked curveball this nasty backhand this near thousand pound stone which slams my head repeatedly i've grown weary of being resilient and brave and level-headed today i give way to my madness the way my father gave way to his lifelong sickness Today I fall into myself, my anger has won. Amen, my father's work friends had said, people I've never met before and whose names I could not bother to remember and whose condolences meant nothing to me nobody is as devastated as i who shared my father's name i who foolishly hated him my entire life i who wanted more than anyone to know about his childhood i who wanted who yearned who longed to rebuild our tricky relationship i've grown weary of playing pretend today i give way to this inner tumultuousness today i give way to this monsoon in my heart amen my sisters had said our hands woven into one another the way my father's hands were woven into himself in that ugly box which is only his for an hour or two amen they muttered as if they hadn't sworn each other dead so many nights before now we can hardly let one another go amen i uttered my tongue caught in a barbed wire snare as if this word could reopen my father's eyes which were sewn shut and cold and wrinkly as if amen could resurrect my father in that damn coffin i am weary of playing pretend but i cannot stop amen i had uttered as if this anger i have towards god that half me brute in the sky could be hidden or mended amen i had said though i refused to believe an entity so cruel as that man my father prayed to could take my father away so hastily today i search for answers in the sky but god cannot answer back god is a half mute brute in the sky i do not need him but i do need my father Now, three weeks from his departure, I cannot help but swing like a pendulum between wanting to relive the past or giving myself the opportunity to have a future. Now six weeks from his departure, I cannot help but swing between taking another chance at dying or distancing myself from suicide completely. Now three months from his departure, I cannot help but swing between rationing my memories the way the homeless ration their alcohol and wanting to bury them all in his garden to see what comes from it. Now six six months from his departure this citrus tree has resurrected in my garden the passage of time has continued its voyage my grief could not stop it now i stand here cultivated in this greenery my father's memory like rich soil to grow from in my ears i could hear him say with only what only the apparitions know live now love now my father's ear my father's voice he's saying live now love now
3: that's it. oh my god I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh my god
2: oh my god oh my god you guys are actually crying yeah right. that's so
1: that's oh my
0: god there's no words. <laughs> yeah i'm like a little bit speechless. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm
0: like trying like sir <laughs> the way like you're making my emotionally stunted ass like stop like a baby right now i feel like
1: everybody who, who has ever lost somebody could relate
0: to that yeah
1: because that's so you. powerful like the oh the, the, she's uh, they're
0: actually now. crying <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't put us on spot like that now. no
1: because it was like it's beautiful
0: and there's just moments like mm. moments where i like i felt that i felt like yeah. what you felt in that moment and i was like i literally mm. lived that i lived that and yeah. and and to see that someone else like lived that too yeah is yeah. one thing but like the way that like i was like, devastated my heart was breaking but now like my heart is breaking for you because like you mm-hmm. went that you went through you that, felt too. that pain yeah. and you like felt that pain. that's just something that you can't really describe unless you've been through it, it you know so yeah. i think that that's really powerful view and so. like really brave and strong and courageous <laughs> and just like so I, i'm just speechless you wrote um, it in such a beautiful way Yeah, Yeah.
2: such beautiful. And it was one of those rare poems where I... I don't really write that many poems to begin with. Like, I really just write a couple of poems and i like i said like with this one i i kind of stop myself and come back to it to reflect on it and stuff so i mostly just have a couple of like really important poems that i have but this one was one of the few ones where i wrote the majority of it right within those two hours after my father's because it just came out of me and i don't know how your writing process is like but for me i like to well when this was happening i i just had a lot of things in my head a lot of words were coming to my brain to the point where i had to grab like this notebook and this pen that's in my glove box in my car and I was just like writing and scribbling yeah. like not yeah. necessarily like a like a poem but just words right words.
0: thoughts, just everything yeah. that pops into your head I and it was
2: it like time. flashing in my brain right and then it, it was, there's was just too many that were happening that were flashing before me to the point where I just got my phone and I recorded because it was we're like the only the way phone. it was like the only way that I could yeah. channel that that sort of anger right and it's and it's for me like i'm always kind of like because i performed this poetry this poem at a writer's workshop a couple of weeks ago and i was always kind of afraid with holding my religion accountable because there's some heavy uh there is a heavy stanza in there where i'm calling god like a brute in the sky yeah. and like my anger towards god especially because yes. my father prayed to him so much right exactly where was is kind of like well how could he pray to you? And how could you how have taken take away so? Exactly. you know what I mean? And that's, that's Especially just the in anger the
1: way that he was taken.
2: Exactly. In a, in a slow way, but also in okay. a, like we never saw it coming, but we already knew it was going to happen. We just didn't know what was going to happen the next day.
3: Exactly.
2: You know what I mean? We already knew that it was going to happen,
1: but it happened so fast.
2: And I, and I was kind of hoping that it would happen and we would have like our relationship and exactly, stuff like that. Yeah. So that's like the anger that I that was trying to transmit. Oh, I felt
0: like absolutely felt like did. It. Yeah, and I like was like listening to that and you guys probably heard me. I was just like, mm, that yeah. one, that part right <laughs> yeah. there. Because like I
2: want to
0: hear. <laughs> literally, and I was thinking to myself, I was literally thinking like, I can feel mm. that because like I felt that too. Like for like those of you who don't know, I have mentioned it a, like a few times briefly is that I like was raised in Christianity. Yeah. And, like, yeah. in that, like, my dad was, a pa- like, a worship pastor, and then we, like, yeah. moved to, like, another church after my parents divorced, and we became very, like, ingrained in that, like, church, and, you know, I was always, like, God, like, God, God, God is, like, everything he's almighty he's above everything else um and i had that instilled in me from like the very beginning and so when all of these like really hard stuff just started happening and people telling me like that's god's plan and like that's this and that would just like make me so upset because i was like
1: that's not gonna
0: bring your god loves me and this is god's plan to like literally devastate me and like my Mm. mom was so sick and in so much pain and like i would be literally on my hands and knees praying every night (sighs) being like please just heal her just heal her like i I, there's one thing in my life that i need and it's her and i need you to heal her and instead he you know he took her her away and i for a long time i battled with like the turmoil of like being so angry with god but also feeling like guilt within myself for being yeah. like well she's like free
2: and, we're being she's, and selfish.
0: she's she's at peace yeah. and is it selfish of me to yeah. like to be like well now like you you found your peace but now i'll forever feel it yeah. i will forever feel wow. that pain so yeah but yeah. like so, and, yeah. yeah and so i i i heard that and i was like yeah that part exactly
2: and also um i don't know if you felt the same way too but like i always i've always been told like um what annoys me the most is when people say you're gonna grow so much from this you're gonna become so much yeah. stronger from this. Yeah. I don't like. I was just, and it just. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like I don't need strength. Like I've I've fought my entire life. Like exactly. I don't I don't need strength. Like strength is the one thing that I do not need. need yeah. Exactly, and that's yeah. and that's the line that I had. It's that that's probably one of the like I'm not gonna suck my own dick here, but like, like, when I, like that was the. Like when I wrote that, I was like, oh my God. Because I really, I I always had this anger towards like my religion and stuff that I'm working through, right? Yeah, of course. But when I wrote that line where it's... um, I do not need my I do I do not need God, but I do need my father. Yeah, I feel like that encapsulate a lot of what yeah. I was feeling. Yeah, um.
0: exactly. And the condolences that you don't—they meant, yeah, me. meant nothing to me. That part—they meant nothing to me. They, it means absolutely
1: nothing. To yeah. me. it means absolutely
0: nothing to me. I definitely agree with you because yes. I had so many people like telling me, Dana, like you've been through the hardest season of your life, and you just walk through it with so yeah. much grace. You're but so but strong don't, don't for your it. age. Like don't. all like, this oh, shit. Oh, you've
1: been through so much at your age. Like you're so strong. Yeah, that like what Like God fuck?
0: only gives his like toughest battles yeah. to his strongest yeah. warriors. Like yeah. literally fuck That's you awesome. and fuck right off. Because like why do you think that that like will make someone feel better about literally like losing their parent? Like you said, being so depressed that you consider like do I even belong like living on this earth anymore? Without him, yeah. Like how do I continue on without this person who's everything to me? How do I all I feel is sadness and anger and despair and heartbreak and yeah. and you're telling me that I'm so strong and graceful?
2: And also there's essentially a guilt trip in you for not believing hard enough. Yeah. That's what there is what it is. It's like since if you're feeling this way you must not be praying hard. Or you
1: should be yeah. thanking God for Accepting. you know taking him, her yeah. or taking Or when him. people talk about a better how, place. He's in a better place. Or when
2: people talk about how people have it worse than you. I don't uh, care. I
1: don't give too yeah, far. I don't
2: care what someone is going through. I'm yeah. going through this. And I know that sounds yeah. selfish and stuff. No, but it's, it's okay like, to be selfish. It's okay sometimes. to be selfish. It's like, I don't care if like my neighbor is going through the same thing, right? Yeah. I, I'm going through this he's not going to help me go through it cuz it's not going to bring back my father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like what's the point?
0: And every single person goes through their own fucking shit mm-hmm. like it's not the same. You can't just like group us. You can't categorize exactly. us who yeah. feel grief or feel pain or feel all this and that like you no. Know. Yeah. Everyone is each individually going through their own journey exactly. and their own process and their own heartbreak.
2: So because like for me also um a lot of the when I would have conversations like when I actually performed this poem at a, work, at a workshop a couple of weeks ago. Someone asked me that, um it was a really fucking ugly comment, but he had asked me, he was like, why are you so devastated if you didn't have a relationship with your father? That's so not you know, it. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. But it was kind of like, like well, that's the that's the exact I'm why. devastated because I didn't have a relationship, and now I can. not now I can have
1: it. And it's the point that you guys were working towards, towards that relationship, and he was mm. understanding you, and he was accepting you, and you were doing the same, and you guys were... You guys were becoming yeah. like you were understanding each other so much, and then all of a sudden, God like, took him away you from got you. That
0: taste, and you expect
2: me not and to be it was that. Taken at
0: you? away from yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, in the same way, like. Thank you for that. I always um, tell Michaela about like how yeah. I always. Guys, I joke about it because you know how I am with like emotions. I like make a joke out of it, but I always talk about how like I was, you know, adopted. Like I was, you know, born in a third world country, and like I, you know, like I was adopted. Like my, you know, biological mom, like gave me a better life or whatever. And then, like you know, God, quote unquote, like everyone said, I was so blessed. God blessed me with like a great life and an amazing family and this, this, and that. And then took that away.
1: Yeah. Why would he give you something and then take it away like that?
0: Like, what's that about? Yeah. And so I definitely, like, feel that, like, when you feel cheated or you feel, like, yeah. kind of, like, robbed. Yeah. Like, because I
2: felt that. Do you want me to read another poem? Yes. Yes. We're, like, well. I'm, like, all know. of them. How long is this podcast? I don't even it's been? It's know. Like two hours. <laughs> I know. So this one is called Wounds, Wounds, Wounds. I embraced you with my weary arms. Head half-strong, upper lip still stiff. Because that is what you taught me. Because that is what made me strong, you said. You had told me once, tragedy doesn't a good man make. It's his diligence, his inner conviction, his desire for resolution that can safely navigate him through any trial. But father, I am weary of being strong and a feigning, as if I can agree with a religion or a culture that makes me feel as if I do not belong in that church they've shunned me from. I embraced you with my weary arms, less headstrong, more afraid than before, and my upper lip loosening, twitching on its own. Are these tears in my eyes? I'm ashamed. Because you had told me once, emotions do not a good man make. He must silence them to be strong in the eyes of others who play pretend. I never felt your love, though I always knew it was there. I never heard your heart until they told me it had stopped. And I recalled the day in which I held you with my weary arms and forced your arms around me. And I told you, my tragedies make me the man I am today. And I know there is goodness in me. I know, I know. But I am the contradiction of all of your life's teachings i am the child you did not want but grew to love though we didn't have enough time to truly realize it and i know i know i am not the first son to mourn the loss of his father but i like to think our shared name keeps you alive i embraced you with my weary arms my soul have gone my chest on fire you had told me once that you loved me though you did not understand me Your life's teachings are to blame, not you. There is goodness in you. There has always been goodness in you. And I know you tried to unlearn a culture that shames a father for breathing life into a child like me. The church shunned you, but you didn't care. You chose me, you chose me. And I recall the day you held me with your strong arms on the anniversary of that day, which I do not care to specify, and you had called me your son. Do you remember? You had said, mijo. And I arose, and my pale skin had returned to its rich brown, and all the medical prophecies and all the church's shunning had ceased to exist any longer. We did not care. We did not care. Though I am alive and you are not. I will care until I stop.
3: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
1: I think I need this in a book right away. I need dude,
2: some that. people are like at my throat. <laughs>
1: for I'm gonna be at your like throat this. now too. It's I'm speechless because of how beautiful that was. How do you do that?
3: How do you write that? It's
1: beautiful. Thank you. And being able to write your conversations that you've had with him.
3: Yeah.
2: Is, I. This girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dana's looking at him with an awe.
2: Wow. I, I, it was just, I, I'm kind of mad at myself because I wasn't allowing the words to flow. But I was like stuttering, stuttering a little bit. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. It's, it was, it was raw. <laughs> it was emotional. It was there. Yeah. And it was for you exactly like you said, like, who are you to tell me yeah. what kind of relationship I had with my father when you don't know, yeah. you don't know anything you, the, the conversation you had when he told you that he loved you and that you were, are his son, regardless of who you are and regardless of who you love. You regardless know, of what the church, the church thinks, thinks right? yeah it's exactly just, that's powerful that's beautiful and for you to have that memory with him i'm so happy you guys got to have that conversation because i know that's important so I'm
3: like
0: <laughs> okay, no, it's you just could look, the look
1: the through
2: other
0: phones. It, do you the want the, the one that, just that you, you viewed yeah, like you just way. encompass oh my god <laughs> it's just the way you <laughs> encompass fully yeah like the beauty and tragedy yeah. yeah, like it, it it hurts so much, but it's like these are like the words that people like need to hear. Yeah, like they need, need to hear. It, ho- it helps. It helps to heal. I okay. feel. Should I do
2: a last
1: one. Yes. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, please. Yeah. Yeah, please please, I, please, 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 I, yeah. please, 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 post those ones.
2: Okay. So, uh, so this we're gonna do one last poem. It's called. Aww. mwah, <laughs> mwah, <laughs> mwah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because the wine ran out and I have no reason to be here (laughs)
1: <laughs> he's like, I'm done. I'm <laughs> dead. Uh, Goes
2: home, drives like, crying. I need to leave. Didn't leave. This, this is embarrassing. <laughs> all right. So this one is. Should I do the background too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this one is called A Letter to Sexton. Uh, I mentioned before how Anne Sexton is probably like one of my favorite poets of all time. So this is just pretty much like me addressing Sexton because she also kind of wrote about like things that were considered taboo at the time, mental illness, suicide, and stuff like that. Uh, but I wrote this poem more so it was more so a conversation that I had with someone who had said that he doesn't necessarily picture me writing about like happier poems right because I'm mostly just known for writing fucked up dark poems. Yeah. Don't put me in a box and stuff. Exactly. So so I had written this poem as like sort of me reflecting back back on that. So right. here it is. It's called A Letter to Sexton. Is there something worth learning in that narrow valley of my mind? Am I an accident of hope? The birth child of what shouldn't have happened? Or am I the intentional and awkward fascination of something else? I know, I know I am not beautiful, not anymore. Perhaps I never was or ever will be. But believe me when I say my poetry is worth reading. This body that I've killed three times over is still worth loving. And this narrow valley of my mind is still capable of writing about things that aren't taboo or dark or about death. Believe me when I say I am much, much more than my tragedies. Mm And not that this feeling is beautiful, my dear, but sometimes fear offers me more warmth than any embrace. Sometimes it is better to turn away than to face this complicated truth, this strange sun, this something that I cannot quite place my finger on, something resembling the eerie wind that catches at you and ushers in monsoon's first storm. Not that I don't see myself as beautiful, Sexton, but I cannot hide the wounds on my skin, these scars that still bring me to my knees from time to time and turns all of the men I could have loved away. And these wounds beg them to inquire about them, but they never ask me about my wounds or my history. I never saw myself as handsome though. Resilient is what I'd say fits me better. Yes, resilient, there ought to be some worth to find here. But my dear, my fear is something deeper. The other day I tapped my head and it was a glass bowl. Mm. So fragile, but there is odor here. That's
1: it. Oh my God, you're a writer. (laughs) (laughs) You are a poet. You are a poet. Oh my God, it's just fucking like um, wow. Not me
0: sniffling. (laughs) Shut the fuck up such like intricate like vivid imagery that mm-hmm. you have mastered oh, it's yeah. like gorgeous you guys are um, really
2: giving my redemption <laughs> <guys> no, are- <laughs>
0: uh, no but it's way. all honest Yeah, yeah and just you're like oh wow you're just very 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 talented <laughs> I yeah, just like through. admire you so I yeah. just
1: love that the way that you guys met is insane to oh, me and yeah. you guys are both amazing amazing writers and, really and I does, can't like, believe this
2: and it really does mean a lot because not to kiss ass on the podcast but I, I do like a lot of Dana's work and stuff I love like that her work. so it's it's always interesting with like I respect her so much so mm-hmm. it's like for her to be saying these things I'm like I'm a fan of your work and that's the thing like, <laughs> I love that I love that no. like, I'm I a fan of your you, work no. so I feel very like validated this. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys just—you guys are both just, very like, talented. I'm just like in awe. Yeah, of you. Thank you. No thank you like it feels good to
1: hear
0: that she's proud of you and like you're proud of her for sure yeah that like makes me feel like happy that like you like my work too because like there's times when i'm like everything is terrible i'm throwing it all away oh gosh, she's I'm not kidding she does it all I'm the time
2: interested to see you.
0: yeah no there's she's
1: like she reads me something <laughs> i'm like crying <laughs> <laughs> i'm like crying I'm like dana that was so beautiful and she's like okay good i'm gonna throw it away now and i'm like what the fuck i'm like dana it's so good it's beautiful <laughs>
2: Can Share I end that. with a loved one, please? Yes, the oh first? my gosh, yes. I know okay, so this is essentially about like me growing older and it's also about a man who I loved a lot. <laughs> Her. <laughs> but it's, it's more so kind of um, how he wasn't out at the time. So mm-hmm. we kind of had to yeah. love in secret. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's essentially like aging and coming back to each other after oh, I love a minute that. and stuff okay. like that. I love that. So it's called Some Years Later. Here we are again, my love. On this bed of emerald greenery and blue sky that we set out from years ago, the promises to astound the world and to rise from our emptiness and from our rather turbulent upbringing. Years ago, when I'd propped my face to your bare chest against the evening afterglow, you told me you'd have the world, and now you finally do. This dandelion that you're holding between your now-wrinkled fingertips, this dandelion that years ago you would never pay any of your attention to, it now binds us together. We are not beautiful. not anymore at least, but here we are, minus our thick hair and strong bones and young faces, and this must mean something. And I suppose it isn't productive to waste the last of our precious coins on foolish wishes, is it? But I dare us to do the things we couldn't do in a daylight so many years ago, i dare us to accept one another i dare us to forgive our past i dare us to see beyond this world my love i dare us to love each other or if your fear hasn't withered over the decades i'll be more than happy to wait and lie on this bed of emerald greenery underneath this rich blue sky for as long as it takes i am not going anywhere and yes, it's true we lack our once promising potential, but we have each other. At long last, we have each other, and we have the moon. It's not as dark, but it's still. Ah, that's wonderful. so beautiful, though.
1: We needed a little bit of
2: a little bit of light. Um, I'm <laughs> capable of writing about more. <laughs> of
1: it. You heard it here first. Put him in a box. Versatile
3: baby. Yeah, that's right. He we love. love
1: versatile men. <laughs> Oh my gosh, can you I see to that? Keep all of these. There's no, like, can we really? Yeah, I yeah. oh literally my
2: on my Word document. I just printed out those Some on. years later. They're trademarks, so don't try anything.
1: I'm like, look at what <laughs> I wrote, guys. No one will ever believe that. <laughs> Dana gave us the eyes. That You are talented. Please do not ever stop writing. Please continue to publish. I was Please continue separate. to try. <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> like, i This, is, this is the this end. Is this is the end. Yes like, so, this is the last thing I'll ever do about yes. my writing. <laughs>
2: do ask me about the fucking poetry ever again <laughs> no
0: please so, do no we yeah. will read the rest and literally i'm just so beyond like excited for you to i'm just so happy that you've you you've like found yourself as a writer yeah. and that you're like no longer like allowing like those other people to yeah. like be like well this is where you are and this is where you should stay and you're yeah. like no i'm more this than is who that you are as a writer Don't tell and me like here it is and like mm-hmm. also i'm just so happy that like you're so like you're so in tune with your feelings but also yeah. you're like you're brave enough to just like express that and that is so yeah. terrifying and it's mm-hmm. so strong of you to do that mm-hmm. and like i i admire you because i'm like the way i could
2: but the <laughs> way won't. i won't
0: but the <laughs> way you will
2: you heard it here first if you want me to put out a book um send dana a bunch of dms yes <laughs> and tell her to do the same
0: no i'm very i'm very 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 excited i'm looking forward to this beautiful beautiful collection to be published and to be sent to me in a <laughs> pair box. Yes. me too me please oh thanks An Autographed, please
2: yes. well, it's probably already done i just have to put in the word to put it together <laughs> okay
1: thank you so we're ready oh, i'm waiting
0: for mine give, week. Week. I'll I'll give you, you a week i'll give <laughs> you a week that's pr i'm using this as like... Like, actually my release date <laughs> Right. So what
2: Architecture is out next week? Thank you. <laughs>
0: okay. Pre-order now, okay, pre-order, pre-order, not. pre-order now. Pre-order. Her is on New York Times. Thank you. <laughs> no, oh that's me too. Like I have, like I have, like my I write all of my poems mm-hmm. and then I'm like not time to plug them in, and I'm like slowly yeah. starting to plug them into mm-hmm. a manuscript.
2: Yeah. but don't get too excited. Can we get some tea on that though? Like, what is it about? Okay, what do you so- want? What do you want it to be?
0: So basically, um, my, I guess this is like my brand. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is my brand. Is I always do it as like a gag or like a running joke is that the only way that I can um, be like open and honest and truthful is to also encompass humor. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because it makes me feel less uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but I've recently realized that like that doesn't have to be like a quote unquote gag. Like okay. there is sarcasm and there is sincerity and they can go hand in hand with one another. Yeah. And so that's what this, like, hopefully this collection that I'm working on right now is, is it's showing... The raw real honest albeit some dark yeah. truths that i've been keeping but also there's like that light like humorous side of me mm-hmm. that is the side that i let everyone see but yeah. now they're gonna see a whole new side of it too yeah and so it's it's basically the collection covers the question like what two go better hand in hand than sarcasm Ooh. and sincerity and you know choose your fighter oh is that the, yeah. Is that the
2: title yeah choose your fighter, choose your fighter. Ah! Yeah. sarcasm and sincerity <laughs> is it in the room I'll get it right the fuck now <laughs> I'm like yeah <laughs> Does it going to be under a pseudonym <laughs> D.M. I'm like no one's Dana ever J. Know. Francois no. that's no, what no, it's going to be under I'm
0: going to title it like I'm going to be like yeah you can pick it up Barnes and Noble under the name Idiom Cactus volleyball broom she, she literally just looked at things <laughs> in our living room right now it's,
2: <laughs> like, it's actually
1: her name's going to be Dana J. Francois so remember that please <laughs> Dana J. Francois and yours
2: um what's my name i'm, I'm deciding to do <laughs> like, no what i what i okay full t um well yes because okay, um, okay. i know well not really um i'm currently i think i mentioned before how i want to put out coexistence again yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna well first i'm gonna clean it up along with my first collection moon shadow. i'm gonna try to rewire moon shadow to include authenticity that i was feeling at that time yeah. that i wasn't allowed to express yeah, yeah exactly um, but I'm gonna put it under. Well, my name is Dimas Mata Martinez, mm-hmm. um, but it's mostly my mother's last name. Okay. My father's name is Nieto, Dimas Nieto, right? Oh, wow. And so I'm gonna have it under Dimas Mata Martinez Nieto. Okay. I love that.
1: So, okay, so Dimas, where can we find you? What social media do you have? Uh,
2: thank you so much for asking. I would love to answer that <laughs> <Of> question. <course. laughs> no one's ever asked me that question before
1: uh,
2: you can find me <laughs> at age of dimas on Instagram and keep on a lookout for my updated shop where I'm going to be posting most of my poetry I just okay. really want to step away from kind of like posting everything on social media yeah, and have people kind of have my own sort of shop dedicated my little website dedicated to all of my poems and stuff where I'm truly allowed to express myself I cannot tell you how many times i got gotten flagged by Instagram because I mentioned of course, of course. <laughs> So Instagram, learn your fucking lesson. <laughs> For and real. Stop reporting me. I think I get if I get reported one more time, my account gets passed.
1: Oh shit. Yeah, it's been a lot. You're like, and we walk.
2: And if you're watching and you're reporting my poems on Instagram, fuck you. <laughs> <Really> fuck <laughs> Let me you. Be
1: so is that the only place that we could find you or do you have any other
2: no that's it okay so do you want to say
1: it one more time just in
2: case you can find me at age of dimas uh, on instagram and keep on a lookout for my online shop i don't have a name for it yet yes it used to be age of dimas but i'm on kind of like a rebranding
1: perfect we love that okay awesome thank you so much for sharing uh, your poetry
0: with us thank you so much for joining us tonight yeah we Um, really appreciate it and thank you, yeah. Just for being so very open and honest and raw and real with us. We love that, and we love we loved like kind of getting like an insight into like who you are as a writer and like uncensored and yeah. and just absolutely touched by your words honestly <laughs> like. Honestly, like ev- evoking okay. such emotion, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. He has this talent of making you feel the emotions behind his words, and it's very, very evident here today. Yeah, and, we were uh, time crying here. Crying. <laughs> like by the time we were fucking ugly crying. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. It was really fun to have you here, and we look forward to seeing you here again on the damn podcast we definitely, definitely when we're gonna to spill some back. tea. <laughs> Thank you. because Definitely. we just have so much to say but not enough time so
2: where where do I bill you is that Yes. Uh, do I just we'll just send a little, you
0: free merch when I we get make a some. Money order? We'll give you a PR box, even though we didn't get one. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> huh, there. <Me> The shade. <laughs> Yeah, that's right.
0: Um, <laughs> we're gonna have everything linked in the show notes, where you, that you can follow all of us and the damn podcast. Thank you guys all again for all of your support. Remember, mm-hmm. if you feel so inclined, you can rate our podcast. Please rate so that that's like a zero for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're right. like <laughs> failed. Don't rate this podcast. <laughs> rate it. Rate it. Rate it. Rate it. Rate <laughs> it. You could rate our podcast. That just lets us know that you enjoy listening. And it also helps us get shown to more viewers so that we can also expand this little baby project that we've started so we appreciate all the love and support we've gotten and don't forget to email us yeah as we move forward we want to you know we share our stories and we also want to share yours as well mm-hmm. so please 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 email us your submissions that is going to be at damn podcast submissions at gmail.com we will also have that linked in the show notes mm-hmm. so oh, with that so clean. <laughs> i know i'm impressed thank you <laughs> like <laughs> barely hanging on <laughs> she really
1: is like crying in the car right
2: now. Okay, so. So for any other writers out there I am looking to start the process of having my own poetry shows I in love Arizona that.
0: Dana, I've heard, heard that. that. I'm just, like, sitting here. He's like, for any writers who are, like, literally, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just, like, sitting right in front of him blinking twice.
2: <laughs> if anyone knows any writers, I can never seem to find someone at my level, but if you guys could. <laughs> I'm, like, throwing myself away tonight.
0: <laughs> I'm giving up writing, period. No, Y'all not. never getting anything no. from me.
2: But I, I really do want Dana to perform. I'm, I'm going to start pushing her because Please. I always get told, like, why can't I just have have my own fucking show you know why do i why do do i love myself and i I really that's one of my top priorities is to you know get some writers and stuff that are truly allowed to express themselves no time limit because that's one of the things that would burn me too and
0: give us give writers like a safe spot oh yeah you know their truth Share their truth uncensored. I think that's
2: awesome. Other writers who, you know, for being real, haven't been burned or who have been burned like I've been burned. I really do want to, you know, give them a little platform. So if there are any other writers out there besides Dana and myself. (laughs) And me, of course. (laughs) And Michaela now. uh, Feel free to hit me up as well.
1: DM him on Instagram, please, you guys.
0: Yeah, please. All inquiries. Um, Everyone's a writer, so. Clearly I am. We just discussed this, so.
2: The next okay. show is uh, Michaela, teaching Michaela how to write a a poem. Yeah. Oh my gosh! that would have First, to we poetry. have to quiz
0: her about poetry. What's a stanza? Yes. A something that continues. She's like pasta. Pasta. Pasta.
2: Rigatoni. I mean rigatoni.
1: That's the same. Levels
2: unmatched. <laughs> 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 Unlimited soup, salmon, breadsticks. I don't. <laughs> That's like the oh, running <laughs> joke for this guy. <laughs> you I know what's like happening. <laughs> I'm we don't like, know. <laughs> long as outro (laughs) beautiful i know let's wrap it up i'm so
0: sorry you guys um but not yeah with that being said if you liked listening make sure that you subscribe to our podcast and tune in for the rest of season one because shit is just getting getting started started. bye now
2: that's so cool i've always wanted to hear that in real life (laughs) (laughs) well you did bye guys bye